Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You are watching a master at work. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, everyone, welcome to episode 12 of the, <laughs> of the Relentless Diaries. Um, I want to start off with thanking everyone. Today was the day, or yesterday, when everyone did like their... What day is it today? December 2nd, 2020? Second. Last month of one of the worst years, I think, of all time. Um, and everyone shared their top like Spotify, podcast, Apple Music, whatever... Um, and I was on them. I was like in people's like top three, if not number one, number two, number three. So I want to thank everyone for streaming and continuing to stream and download and support and tell their friends to tell their friends about this podcast. Um, yeah, like I said, Chris and I started this on a whim, took a chance, and now it's like a little big. So hey, look at us now. Look at us now. Um, and I was on your guys, like Zamora and Marie, on your yep. top oh. downloads. You know, thank you. You're my number one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what was I on yours? Three. Who's number one? Joe, don't say Joe Budden. Don't no. let him shout it out. We don't need to give him. Free I won't shout it out. But it, was, it, was, it definitely was not Joe Budden. I'll say that okay, much. Yeah, it was my number one still. Joe Budden was your number one. <laughs> what? Fuck you. I know. Not I even your ask. own podcast. I well, because I listened to it twice, like editing it. Yeah. So then, by the time it reaches streaming platforms, it's like, okay, I'm not listening to this a third time. I'm, 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 I'm the same okay. way. I'm the same way. Okay, you that's, know? Fair. that's fair. Honestly, I don't listen to my own podcast unless I'm listening to it before it goes live. Don't listen to it twice. Like you'll definitely listen to clips only listen to the no I listen to the whole episode like yeah. they'll send it to me before and yeah. I'll listen to it see if I want to change anything and then but I don't listen to it again like yeah. once it's good I'm like okay it's live people will download it I'll just download it for numbers but I don't listen to it yeah. I, I do that I'll download it mm-hmm. yeah so how are you guys feeling December of 2020 I'm feeling great I think uh, this year wasn't the worst year ever wait you're <laughs> also my first reoccurring guest we have our first guest hey. who's appeared twice we're opening, not closing, but Marie was our very first guest on the Relentless Diaries episode one, and she's back again because she's going to Africa for like ever, potentially, for potentially. Like, <laughs> doing what? <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> like this is so casual. Yeah. Um, I'm going back home, guys. <laughs> I've always had this dream. Like, I'm I'm Burundian Canadian, but I identify so much with my roots, mm. and um, right now I'm going to Rwanda. 
Um, I have family there, but who knows where life will take me. But I definitely have always felt the pull to go back. I have such fond memories and I just want to, I don't want to be one of those people that has a full life in Canada and then go and retire and take their money back there. Mm. And like, I mean, that's still good. It has its its pros and cons, but I want to contribute. I want to be a producer um, in my working years. I want to like go and not just go to consume what it is to, to live mm. in a cheaper country and just have like the, the sweet life later on, you know? So we'll see. I'll be back for sure. My family's here. But I'm glad to be on the episode. Yeah, she told she's like, yeah, I'm going back home. We're like, cool, for how long? She was like, um, I don't know, maybe forever. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, so you got a one-way ticket. I got a one-way ticket. For now, my apartment's sublet. Um, so there will, there is always that little thing because I love my apartment. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's Toronto, so I can always get another sublet. Like, I gotta, <laughs> it's Toronto. Yeah. I'll be fine, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. That's crazy. Yeah. I've never been to Africa. Have you been to Africa? No. I've always wanted to I go. I want to. You guys are more than welcome to come visit me. Like, I'm so... I always tell them, I'm like, the flight's expensive. Once you get there, you're good. Food, good. Room, like, we got bare bedrooms in the house. Um, I'll drive you guys around. Mm. Yeah, so... Shit. It's just the flight for me. I don't know if I can... How long is it? Like, 20 hours? 18, usually. See? Do you stop somewhere? You have to, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, my typical flight, I do... Toronto to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Kigali. So two mm. two flights, get some like time to stretch in between. And I, I love KLM. Shout out, you guys. So, oh, yeah, that's mm. a really good airline. Yeah. It's my favorite. Mm. Or go through Ethiopia, Toronto to Ethiopia, Ethiopia to Kigali. But that one's terrible because you're on the plane, that first one for like God knows how long. Yeah. <laughs> you're on there for a long, long time. Especially with like these new... Uh like conditions when you're on a plane you gotta wear a mask wear the mask for this long i know that's gonna be the hardest part yeah yeah when i flew to um a place (laughs) 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 a place pandemic (laughs) an unidentified (laughs) place yo you're slick you're slick because believe let me tell you i had no idea you went to a place (laughs) but go on go on (laughs) When I recently traveled, like in the summer, to a place that was fairly not far, but it was a good flight. Mm. Um, that was the worst part, wearing your mask. Like I'd be in the back, just like, like underneath, like put, I'd put my hoodie <laughs> on and like zip it all the way up and just like breathe it to my face. I'm like, bro, this mask is fucking killing me. Yeah. But hopefully your flight isn't like fully booked, because if it's fully booked, where you're like shoulder to shoulder, you're gonna you're gonna die. No, I'm gonna be going to the bathroom. Like, bro, I'm I'm <laughs> sitting in that bathroom and breathing, please. <laughs> are you okay just breathing <laughs> oh my god um okay so first thing i want to jump into because it's fresh in my mind and it just started today okay you guys know jack carlo right yes you, are you guys fans of him or like do you like his music or whatever it is sort of do you listen to his music sometimes like there's some songs mm-hmm. that i uh that i listen to when i'm at the gym right funny enough that spotify you know top songs of whatever he was on one of what's them. popping no, it wasn't what's popular. It's one of his older tracks, actually. Dark Knight? Is that a Dark Knight one? Uh, Warsaw or something like that. It's a sick beat. That's why I, I fuck with it. But it's an old track. It's yeah. like not on his recent album. Okay, so yeah. do you have his album cover? Yeah. I'm going to show you because also I'm a clubhouse addict. I'll yeah. say it. I'll say it all the time. There was this huge room. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on, right. wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen. There was this huge room on clubhouse today 
and I'm glad I'm seeing it on a screen in front of me because it gives me more perspective. There's <laughs> okay. this huge room on Clubhouse today, and I think the title was something along the lines of Jack Harlow's new album cover is what's going wrong in hip hop. There was 800 people in this room. Holy okay? smokes, okay. <laughs> I know what my opinion is. Looking at this album cover, what like do you see an issue with this album cover? I'll let you start. <laughs> oh, you put me on the spot like this? All right. Um... It looks like a good cover for an album titled The White Savior. or you know, Yeah. That, okay. So, because here's my thing. Like, the first thing I noticed when I saw this album cover was The Black Kid. Right. Straight up. It's the first thing I noticed. And I was like, I don't know if, if there's actually any black kids, like, fucking with Jack Harlow like this. Oh, there definitely is. There's Young yeah. black kids? Yeah. 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 More than anything. Yeah. Tyler more Harold than Jack anything. Is, is crazy. Yeah. The kids yeah. More like than anything. Song. This is news to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't think this. So, no. I think it's a little, uh, like... The cover to me is a little strange, to be honest with you, Listen, for multiple reasons. But first of all, styling on point. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out, out of ten. Shout out to the stylist uh, for this with shoot. Compliments. Right. Um, I don't see anything wrong with this picture. It's you know, I don't know. It's an homage, like throw school, like throwback. Sorry, yo, English is my third language. Please throw <laughs> <laughs> school. But the like, subtle flex, third language, third language. <laughs> well, go on, go on. But like. There's nothing wrong with it. I do admit the first thing I noticed was the black kid. Is that his fault that I'm programmed to kind of be always on the lookout and always want to be triggered? No, it's not his fault. I think your eye just goes there. But overall, once you take out the mindset of, am I trying to find a problem in something that's not there? You just look at it what it is. It's just an image. That's it. The more like the more I look at it. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't see, I don't personally, I'd love to know what they were saying in Clubhouse. No, we'll talk about chat it. Because I personally don't see anything wrong with it. But I just feel like this is a, another case of maybe people just hating on this young white dude in the rap game, right? Like, right. I think that's part of it. Um, I don't know. Like, I, you, you guys know who Tyler Hero is? Yeah. Why do you Miami Heat, yeah. So, you know, he has a song mm-hmm. named after him. And I watched a podcast today with Tyler Hero on it. And they talked about why him and Jack Harlow were friends. Okay. And, and Tyler was just straight up. He was like, you know, I just hit him on some shit where I was like, yo, another white dude doing something. In a predominantly that, black. Predominantly black thing, right? He's yeah. like, that's really what it, that's how we became friends. Right. And like, you look at how they both talk and how they both act. For a long time, I thought it was like an act that these guys were putting on. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen some interviews and I'm like, okay, these guys actually grew up like this. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I don't find it too weird looking at it. I did like you <laughs> noticed the black kid off it, but I don't know. See, I don't, did I, you I, used to play ball growing up? Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody had that Tyler Harrow kid on their team, you know? Like, the white kid that <laughs> yeah. could shoot, and then, like, you know, he he knew the words to mm. the rap songs that could say it with the yeah. accent properly, you know? Like, everyone yeah. had that white friend on, on the basketball team. Yeah, yeah. And, like, this, like. Is, this is, like, a total off-topic, but I'm glad you brought that up, because what I've noticed growing up, especially in sports, is black guys in particular, they'll always have, like, one white friend who's kind of like this. Right? Okay. There's a, there's always that one friend that's kind of like this, but there's never a group of white guys who have a wow. black friend who isn't essentially a token. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that black friend is usually, from what I've seen, because black people are just very accepting of other people yeah. into our culture. Sometimes like to a fault, mm-hmm. but it's I like agree. 
But it's like, that's how it is, right? You get white guys like this, and I don't have a problem with it, right? As long as nothing problematic happens. But white guys like this exist only because, you know, black people are kind of cool with letting it happen, Mm -hmm. right? And who they're around. Uh, But I don't really see that the other way around, to be honest with you. I've seen it a little bit because I went to a predominantly white high school and there's Mm. definitely, like, I've been the token black friend Mm -hmm. in my younger years. So have I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, I've definitely seen a lot of black, um, like, students from my high school, middle school who were also, like, that token black friend in a group of, like, white people. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I think it goes both sides. But, yeah, you're right. I feel like a lot of black people like i'm thinking of all like the white people i know who hang out with black people and yeah you're right they do a lot of black groups have they, that one white guy fit, like a, who just like fits and this like let him shoot the shit all the time or whatever yeah. it's not even him like trying to be black or anything like he genuinely just fits, fits just and fits. like yeah. knows like has an understanding of the culture that's better than like your typical white person yeah. right um i don't have a single problem with this album yeah. ever i thought the room was complete bullshit i was just like okay so initially when i so what happened was i saw the title of the room and then i went to look at the album cover first so i'm like let me just see what it looks like before i even go into this room and listen yeah saw the album cover i was like cool the first thing i noticed was the black kid Hmm. so i'm like okay i don't have a problem with it but i could see how maybe they're like oh you're signing black kids autographs which is like he also has a black kid demographic like a lot of those kids yeah yeah, yeah. like that was popping song was all over tiktok they listen to this guy right i go into the room now and their issue was with the wom- the black woman's leg. What? I don't even. <laughs> the only thing I noticed about that, I was like, those cheap ass heels. But other yeah. than that, again, the styling. <laughs> I was gonna ask you. I was gonna. I was honestly gonna ask because the way some things get edited, I wanted to confirm: is that a black woman or not? So but, it's but, up in the air. I thought it was a black woman. Yes. Hmm. Apparently, it's his girlfriend, or maybe I don't know, girl that he's dating, whatever, and she's like Latina. So maybe they edited the picture. You know, maybe she's tanned, spray yeah. tanned. I don't know. But they were like, oh, you know, like, why is he beside a black woman in this car? It's sexualizing black women. She looks like a side piece. And I was just like, where are you where getting, are you getting this, this from? I mean, look, <laughs> this, this is my thing. Like, if if it was like a, a white leg there, do you think people would, like, I don't know what conversation people would be having. They right? might not be saying anything. They might just be focusing on the kid. Mm-hmm. I think this is a case of people trying to find an issue with it right mm-hmm. like do you do you think that you didn't have an issue with this photo also because you grew up in a more diverse country maybe and yeah. someone also brought up apparently he's from kentucky yeah kentucky, and yeah. where he is from in kentucky is a very like multicultural like that makes city a lot of sense. or whatever yeah. is kentucky a city or no that's uh, a state, a state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever the city in kentucky that he's from is very multicultural yeah. whatever it's like yo this is how he grew up this is yo. As these are his friend group, you know. Mm. Apparently, his whole like team is full of like black people. They saw they yeah. apparently the person, who, the creative director, was a black man yeah. or a black person who like put this mm. whole shoot together. I don't see a problem with it. Like I said, okay, the black kid is the focus. Cool, he's just Jack Harlow and he's signing an autograph. Yeah, yeah, for kids who love him, and he has a fine ass woman, looks like a fine woman mm. beside him. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right? Yeah, like exactly. if they were all white, it's a problem because yeah. then it's like right? they're hijacking the mm. culture. Yeah, yeah. If if and this looks mad diverse by the way, I'm pretty sure they literally did it on purpose. It looks mm. like a UN cover, like they got some Mexican, <laughs> bare <laughs> photoshop, like a, a, like Latino looking kid in the back. Like the black people are like some of is like you know kind of ambiguous, kind of yeah. you know got a very white kid that looks kind of <laughs> like him. I like that. Yeah. And then the woman is like you know racially ambiguous because I couldn't tell like it's a leg like mm-hmm. yeah. whatever. But it's just one of those things where it's like okay, if he didn't have representation, then it's a problem. If he has representation, then it's a problem 
yeah, you like you said, you can't. You're damned if you, you're damned if you don't. I think it's a, like I said. I think it's a case of people just trying to be mad at some shit. Like mm-hmm. it's also a clubhouse where there's like a certain level of elitism that mm-hmm. goes on, and I, I think people just hating. Like, what is there really to be angry about in this photo? Let's just say the focus was him signing the photo for this black kid. Mm-hmm. What's what's wrong with that? I don't I don't see a problem. That's at what all. I'm saying. Like, what well, I don't there is no nothing wrong with that. And people, I think people just don't like him being white in a hip hop space because a lot of people. I also had like a sub room because I was like, as a black woman, I don't see a single problem no, like, with this cover. And one guy was like, "Well, black people are just we let white people in our culture too much." And I'm like, "Hmm." To okay. a degree, yes, but this isn't a case of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Absolutely <laughs> like, not. Rachel Dolezal, all sure, no. but Ridge, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who changed her name to some other name? The transracial lady. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like Jack Harlow, I think what it is is, I don't know if everyone's like me, but I was bamboozled. I thought this man was black. So like, did I. For like yeah, three really? years. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. First time you heard him. Yeah. First time I heard him, because I never yeah. listened to the lyrics. I just heard his voice. And yeah. I started listening to the lyrics. I'm like, okay, maybe he is white. Because he's saying some lyrics that a black man cannot really relate to. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, he's yeah. ne- he never used nigga. Like, That's any true, of his songs, too. Yeah. Like, huh, like, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I personally think he's very talented. I think he has a really strong career ahead of him. I just hate that black people are going to make it difficult for him to be successful in this space because they think of things like this being problematic well this is this is my question then you know they were all cheese about the fact that it's a black woman in the photo mm-hmm. what if he's in the black woman like, that's what, if, what i said too you know what i mean like what if that's just who he's into yeah he's like i'm not gonna put a white woman in here i don't like white women yeah <laughs> like <laughs> he could be he could say that you know like <laughs> and what are people gonna say to them that's what i said i'm like if I'm a, i don't know what his girlfriend is whether she's latina mm. black whatever racially ambiguous whatever but i'm like <laughs> if that's what she is then he has every right to put a tanned leg yo <laughs> in imagine the photo imagine harlow came into that room and was just like he heard people saying this mm-hmm. and was like guys i i don't like white women <laughs> like i don't like white women i like the idea of that too like you know, but you know what i mean like what being if you, a white model and him yeah. be like nah i can't do that. what if like, he was you know, super it, real about it yeah. he was just like listen like i grew up here i'm into this like mm-hmm. this is who i've been around mm-hmm. it be would it be authentic to me like yeah. my boys would say i'm fake for this you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like then what would the conversation turn into i don't That's know true. so because even someone brought up if we flipped the script and we had a black man signing autographs in his album cover with a white leg Hmm. which has happened all the time look at early 2000s i don't think i think now black women would be outraged absolutely they would absolutely i personally think it'd be like today yes yes today if little baby had this exact album cover (laughs) and it was a white woman's leg a lot of black women would lose their shit okay question then does it then become a thing where it's like people are only being inclusive to avoid being canceled do you know what i mean like are you do you genuinely care to to represent all races all genders or non-binary or whatever people all abled or non-abled people or are you doing it in order to sell a product in order to be palpable to our senses now which is we we are more pc about this type of thing we care about this like it's kind of like tokenism in a positive way Mm -hmm. like you're, you're choosing to put somebody that's visibly different so that people can be like, ah, okay, okay, he's woke. Or like, he yeah, likes black women. Right. Meanwhile, in your real life, are you doing that? You're right. <laughs> like, Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of ways you can you can take this. I just, I, to answer your question, I definitely think people are doing these things with 
the intention of not getting canceled. Hundred percent. Right. Like that's a that's a that's a big component of it. I think even if you are doing it from a genuine standpoint, there's no part of you that's not at least thinking, I'm not gonna get canceled if I do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can get canceled over anything nowadays. Whether you (laughs) whether you have the best intentions or not, it can easily happen. I don't know if that's the case here. I wouldn't be surprised though, based on how shit is happening in the world right now. But um, I don't know. I I agree with you though. There's nothing to be mad about in this photo, to be honest with you. You said okay, Chris. You made the white savior comment. I would. It, I made that comment. It was. I was being facetious by okay. saying that. <laughs> Devil's <laughs> advocate over Devil's here. Devil's advocate. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I don't see that either. Yeah. I think honestly, if I'm being honest, I think if that wasn't Jack Harlow, that might cross my mind, and I might think that like more. Because I a different see, white dude. Yeah, because yeah. I see it and I yeah. see it's Jack Harlow and I know who Jack Harlow you is, know you know, how, and I'm like, yeah. hey, that doesn't bother me. But I think to your point, too, though, like, I don't think those kids are actually in that picture, you know, like, I think they probably photoshopped them yeah. and wanted like for what you're saying, you know, like, let's be more inclusive. Let's mm-hmm. be more diverse, which I think is a good thing. Right. Yeah. I th- um, I think but the, the, the white savior comment was was a bit of facetiousness. If it was all black kids. Then that'd be kind of weird. I'll be honest with you. If it, it, if it was all black kids, I'd be like, I'm like all right. black kids in this dark, like whatever yeah. leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All black be- kids. My nigga's wearing like this chainmail looking sweater, and then we got like the black leg. I'm like, okay, it this would be a little problematic. Yeah, no, that'd be a little weird. I'm like, Jack, you gotta sprinkle something else in there. Come on. Like, where'd you find all black kids <laughs> in America? Saying, like, and what city are you in? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, I think for sure. But like, there's evidently a white kid there. Like as Marie mm. said, there's like a maybe like a Latina kid in the corner. The main focus is that black kid, which I think is cool. Yeah. Right. But it's also like I'm pretty sure that hand is a white hand. Like the black kid has both his. Like whoever he's signing is not even Yo, the dude. black kid's hand. That's what I'm saying. It's Photoshop. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that kid was there. I See, that that's a tiny white kid. <laughs> like reaching his hand through. Yeah. So I mean, they got the white guy reaching over the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is, I'm saying, don't even. Say that's that how that narrative. club room, that clubhouse room sounded a lot. Yeah, like. that's literally what it sounded oh, like. God. It sounded like they were just like they. It sounded like they were just kind of mad that Jack Harlow's this kind of like goofy looking white guy. Yeah, and that might dominate the rap game in some way, shape, or form. If I was a rapper, that might bother me too. That there's a like a shaggy haired white dude that can like rap and sound better than me. But then you got to be on your shit. Then you know, like yeah. go back in the lab and make something better than Jack Harlow. Like no, you're fat. Use it as motivation. But. Clubhouse is crazy, man. Yeah, that I just like too much. Yeah, Clubhouse is crazy, and I feel like now I'm getting all my topics from Clubhouse because I'd be in room just like, damn, mm. like, what's that about? So, okay, another one that I saw. Hand rub. Because y'all, <laughs> y'all gonna Showtime. throw up. Throw, throw up. up. <laughs> yeah, because you guys are both are interracial dating or interracial relationship. Were you gonna say our interracial a... daters? No, I, was gonna... <laughs> I was. Was okay. I sorry. was. I'm was, not was. no longer reformed. Relationship. Okay, okay. Well, I'm the product. Interracially of... reformed. <laughs> So, I'm the product was, of said there was relationship. A room where someone was like, "Can you be pro-black with a white partner?" <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> the first person I thought of was my grandfather mm. because he always used to like he'll watch TV and he'll be like, "You know, all these athletes are coming on about Black Lives Matter, and then mm. you see their wives, and it's all these white women." Mm. And I used to be like, 
okay like i don't want to like mix the two but i get as an older man black man perspective who's married to a black woman he's like i just don't get it you know you're on mm. tv you're talking about black lives matter and this this and that this and that yeah. and then you are right. with a white woman do they mm. matter in your household though exactly yeah. that's my grandfather's <laughs> and honestly like i don't know exactly how i feel about it i think you can definitely be pro-black with a white or non-black partner mm. but i don't think you can be pro-black and not want black kids because I've seen a lot of that happen where a lot of black people, they don't want black kids. And I've heard black people say Wait, they would. what? Yeah. Did people are pro-black and they don't want black kids. You can't, to me, you can't be pro-black and not want to have black children. If you're yeah. dating yeah. as a reason to have mixed children, you're, okay. you cannot be pro-black. Yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah okay. Like that's just, it yeah. doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. So how, people who interracially date, hmm. because I do not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about people thinking that you can't be pro-black because you date white people or non-black people um okay i guess i'll start <laughs> if you'd like to if you'd like to okay so no you can definitely be pro-black and date outside of your race um but i think there's an added challenge of making sure that that person is also pro-black just like you can be pro-black and date a black person that's not pro-black yeah let's mm -hmm. remember that yeah. right? no, <laughs> that's a right. fact yeah. but there's an added challenge in meshing two different cultures two different races in the context of North America, right? Yeah. It's it's a settler land where we're both kind of like, you know, fighting because there's these power structures. So it's an added challenge on top of everything else. But it's about having those hard conversations early on because trust and believe me, you'll be chilling and then you'll see something and in your head, it's a given that, you know, okay, for example, it's like, imagine you're watching TV, something about like a cop pulling someone over and then your partner makes a comment that kind of, to the tune of like, maybe, you know, comply. Imagine. <laughs> like, <laughs> to the tune of comply. That Holy one, smokes. you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so casual. No, Why don't they just comply? <laughs> no, but shit like that happens. Yeah, I know. And yeah. the worst part is, depending on your partner, you can know their intent's is not even bad they're just mm. you know based on how they were brought up if they are ignorant of those things if you're their first black partner which i've had that experience mm -hmm. <laughs> being the person's first black partner and it's just like whoa, <laughs> whoa what's going on here <laughs> what are you talking about and if you Baby. choose if you as a person are not gonna go out of your way to maybe realize that this might not be the person for you and have those hard conversations early on some people might avoid that convo go on with their lives and then next thing you know you're like ah maybe you can't come to the cookout because you, yeah. you you have some thoughts that <laughs> can't come out yeah so then in that case then you're not being pro-black right mm -hmm. because you're choosing to to your relationship over some core values uh amongst your race amongst your community whatever otherwise i don't think it's that big of a deal like just i don't know what's your experience um this is like tough because I think dating interracially as a black person is very different for the men and the women. Like dating interracially as a black man is very different than mm -hmm. it is dating as a woman. So, um, yeah, like the majority of my relationships have been with people of other races. Like my first relationship was with a black person. And then and that was when I was like in high school. And then the second one was also the same thing. So I've pretty much dated everyone i've only ever dated one white person and i think i think the big problem is that there's a lot of assumptions that get made about 
a black man in particular if if they date outside their race, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it stems from the fact that there's far too many black men who date outside of the race who mm-hmm. also talk a lot of shit about black women, mm-hmm. right? So I had a real conversation with one of my friends, Amanda, who, you know, I think there was a, this con- same conversation was going on, on Twitter, right? And funny enough, both my best friends, right? One of them, homeboy Kwame, he's been dating the same girl since grade 10, high school. Oh, wow. He's from El Salvador, and they just got engaged, right? This man's, like, never cheated, never done any bullshit. Ten, like, th- since grade 10 is a long fucking time, yeah, right? Yeah, the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, of my, one of my other best friends, um, he was dating same girl, like a white girl, right? For a long, long time, right? Since high school. And mm-hmm. then they ended up breaking up a few years ago. Uh, actually, no, like, last year. But... The point is, these were guys, including myself, who never, you like, you couldn't go on social media and ever find anything regarding us talking bad about black women. It doesn't make sense in my head that black men do that, to be honest with you. Like, I actually can't fathom it because you come from a black woman. And aside from that, you should have basic respect mm-hmm. for women, period. But I say all that to say this. Even though there were never any examples of you know malfeasance on our end my friend amanda was just like listen unfortunately you guys get lumped in with those other niggas who talk a lot of shit about black women and Mm -hmm. talk down about black women because you date interracially right and it was at that moment when i kind of realized that it's almost like you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't right i've done things that show like you know i'm i'm pro-black i've done things for our people like whether it's through mental health advocacy, all these different things, specifically with black men, because there's a lot of problems there. And even then, I still feel like, you know, there will be people who will tell me that, nah, you're not pro-black, you know? I see so many people who, like, when we joke around, like, Dr. Umar, and, like, all this shit on Twitter, <laughs> right? Like, I find, I find this shit hilarious, yeah. right? But it's not lost on me that, you know... Even though it's a lot of jokes, like, a lot of people agree with this, mm-hmm. right? And I'm yeah. like, you know, these are also some people that I know, some people I'm tight with. I have a question, though. Like, one thing in particular is I personally feel like, based on my own experience, that as a black man, once you date, I almost feel like once you date outside of your race, you're, it's almost like. You're tainted? Yeah. <laughs> Like straight up, like straight Your up. Well, you have the Scarlet A. This is how I. This is, Scarlet it, W. It, if I had to, yeah. If I had to, like, give you an example, I feel like you have this fucking aura around you that black women can see, and they're just like, before they even talk to you, and they're just like, not fucking with this guy. <laughs> Not Listen, Tell I me and Zoe met. Oh, you like white girls. Me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. It's what your friend says. Because oh. this is my thing, right? Like, like I said, when I say, if, like, like I said, I've dated interracially, right? Mm-hmm. But I've only dated one white woman. Everyone else I've dated has been of color, but they just weren't black. They weren't black, okay. right? Well, I did date black people, mm-hmm. but the point is, I feel like if you date a white, a white woman, <laughs> you are. You're fucked. Like, that's, that's what I, think. I think you're Is fucked. That the title of this episode? If you hate a white I, woman, you're fucked. I feel like I feel like in the eyes of other people, you're fucked moving forward. Like, 
No, it's Holy the same for okay. Smokes, I'll I'll bro. say this. No, I've had I'm, the same thing nah, said yo, to me. Like, yo. <laughs> I'm telling you this as a black man who's done it, right? And it's like <laughs> who's done it. Yeah, I'm being honest. Like you I did the terrible. Deal. I've date like I've dated everyone that you can think of, right? And a, a lot of it comes from, to be honest, like it it came from my mom. Like mm-hmm. my mom is a black woman. I remember her telling me from a young age. She's like, you need to fall in love with someone who respects you first. Mm-hmm. right because as you mentioned earlier there's a lot of black men who ain't shit right and mm-hmm. my mom like has had to have dealt with that right but she was just like i don't care who it is you bring home they just better like respect you mm-hmm. more than anything right so i think that's kind of like what planted the seed in my head that i'm not really gonna focus on color first um but yeah i would love to, you know i would love to and with a black woman, we see what happens. But mm-hmm. I, it's just the way that life goes. But for me, I just feel like ever since I dated a, a white woman, it's like people know. Like even if I don't say anything, and they're just like, "Yo, like can't fuck with you." You know what I mean? Like that's how I really feel. Okay, I definitely can attest to that because I've definitely had a man say to me, like you know, whatever, talking. It's in a party setting, and um, something about past relationships ha- comes up or past bodies, something like childish like that. And then you know somebody made reference to the fact that my ex was white and he was like oh i'm not talking about white men you fucked how many niggas you fucked (laughs) (laughs) that's he said your body count is only the niggas you fucked (laughs) what wow and i've had that comment or something similar to that to the effect of like if if you fuck white guys like it doesn't really like come on and i'm like what (laughs) and you don't have to tell me twice <laughs> Negative four. Negative yeah, four. I've definitely seen where it's like on Twitter, like whatever. It's like, oh, if you've kissed a white man, like, ugh, like right, or whatever. Right. Like, you know, like if you're a black woman, kiss a white man, like you're gross or something like that. And I'm yeah. like, God damn. I think the difference is, guys, the black men that I've that have told me that say that in jest. Like, I, I've I don't think dating. I've seriously ever had somebody like look at me twice, like, oh, okay, you've dated a white guy, and reconsider their interest in me. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think with black men, it might be a little bit different. Um, like your experience where the for the woman th- that does actually make them reconsider or actually see them it's not just like lighthearted it's like oh okay like yeah is- but I mean like and this is the thing too it's not it's not lost on me that you know these black women don't actually have very valid reasons for like <laughs> why they feel this way mm-hmm. you know what I mean because like I said earlier when my friend explained it to me she's like listen like I know for a fact because I know you that you're not like these dudes who say I only date you know, Latino women, I don't like dark skin. Like, mm-hmm. you're not one of those guys. But the reality is, especially in a city like Toronto, where there's a lot of interracial dating going on, mm-hmm. um, if you date outside your race as a, as a black man in particular, from what I've experienced, one of the first notions people ask is like, so what's your issue with black women? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you date outside of your race, you must have an issue with a black woman. Right. And in, that's always a difficult conversation for me because I feel like in my head it's so, it makes so much sense to say I just date whoever like, like appeals to me appeals, or, that, or, yeah. or, or like likes me and I like them in that time. Like mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but, there, but at the end of the day, I do understand that there's far more guys who say a lot of foul shit about black women than there are guys like me. Right. So I understand. I can understand. I just chalk it up to the game. Like I understand why I fall into that. Right. That pool, but it's like, what can I really do other than like through my actions and show stuff? And 
I think it's hard sometimes for black men because, oh, this is probably going to be difficult to say. <laughs> a it's lot okay. of, Everyone already hates you on Twitter. So. <laughs> <laughs> hates me on Twitter. <laughs> like, what? Um, I'm zooming in. I <laughs> feel like, okay. Let it out. This is your <laughs> shit. This is go. your show. Black women or some black women have a specific type of black man that they go for which mm. black men have mentioned you know they're not the the manlier or like you know kind of like i don't want to say like the the hard body type of black mm. guy you know they're a little bit more nerdy corny mm. soft and they don't get black women which i see because there is that specific type of black man there's the black woman version of that too Oh, there is. Yeah. There, there is. Hundred percent. Issa Rae, awkward black black girl, <laughs> literally. Yeah. yeah. But does she? Is she? Is her partner? Is she? Oh, is she no, no. I'm not saying in real oh, life. Oh, oh. I'm saying like which her like her, I've been watching her since her whole like early YouTube. Right, yeah. right. And like her character, her appeal, that type of person in in real life is like you know the the person that's in an interracial relationship, like Michaela Cole, that actress from Chewing Gum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like her partner is white, and like it that that's like that, yeah, that awkward yeah. whatever. Whatever. I feel like black people don't like the the corny. I don't know what it is. Maybe like because you can nah. tell when like a black guy's like kind of corny and blah blah. blah you're like, oh, black girls Yo. don't like you. Okay, hold on. And you can tell. No, I'm no. Giving it a buck. No, I can you're tell, real. Like, oh, like I, but I know why your girlfriend's white. No, like black girls is, are not checking for you. And I'll say that. Yeah, and a lot no, of this... black men have mentioned to me like, "Yo, like I'm not that. You know, that typical black guy that yeah. a lot of black girls like. You know what I mean? And it's sad that." Some black women have that, you know, they like the guy with like the chain, you know what I mean? Like me, I was talking about the black t shirt and the chain. I love when niggas wear the black t shirt and the chain. <laughs> they got their grills in, you know, they yeah. got their waves done, you know? Mm. And that corny nigga just isn't that. Yeah. And a lot, a lot yeah. of black women just don't like that or don't say out loud that they like or don't yeah. gas up those type of men, you know what I mean? So they don't pull black women. No, nah, you're, you're, look, you're, you're a thousand percent right. Yeah. Like I, I'm telling you this because. I probably fall into that category of the corny of niggas. corny niggas. Like, <laughs> no, and I'm, I'm being me too, real. Like, me too. I I understand. I understand Aww. myself, Aww. right? And it's like when I when I said earlier that black women have like this fucking like this sixth sense mm-hmm. where they just know before you even say anything. Was I did a live podcast like it must be like three years ago now, and this memory will never fucking leave my mind, right? Because mm-hmm. The topic of, like, you know, like, your dating history, like, came up, right? And we're talking about it. And one of the girls who was on, I'm not going to name her, but one of the girls who was on it, uh, she's like, yeah, like, who, like, who you dated in the past, blah, 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 right? And I told, I listed off, like, type of people that I dated. Actually, no, before I listed that, she just looked, she, we were talking about it, and then she just said, oh, I understand now, like, why you don't date why you don't date black women and i was like what yeah because i had dated black i had dated black women i was like what and she couldn't fully explain why Mm -hmm. as clearly as you just did but she was basically saying you know it's the way that you dress it's the way that you talk like and i'm like okay i'm not one of those niggas like i get that Mm -hmm. but i've never been one of those niggas yeah it's just which is funny because you know i'm to everyone else that's not black, I'm mm-hmm. definitely that nigga because right. I got tattoos and I got dreads and I got all these things and right, muscles. Right, right, I got yeah. all these things. <laughs> I got all these things that say, "Hey, like this is a black man." Let me hide my purse when I walk by this guy. Wow, but yeah. like 
to my own people, it's like that nigga's different. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's, I can't I can't say anything to it because I understand people just have preferences and they have mm-hmm. their type. And if I'm not your type, who am I to like get mad at that? Right. Like, I can't get mad at it. But when when I've heard black men say, like myself, I just don't feel that like a lot of black women are into me. That's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come from like a place of you know like ignorance. It's because there's been experiences where you try to holler at some people and you can tell it's just not mm-hmm. into your type. Yeah. And yeah. to speak to that, like I, I think as one of those niggas, you know, that likes Marvel and you know, <laughs> like yeah. I, uh, yeah. you know, do all that corny shit or whatever. You know, I think that like this type of black man that we're talking about, and I think it's very important if you're listening and you're one of those black men how easy it is for that and this isn't a good thing or anything that it can turn into anti-blackness it can turn into massage Mm -hmm. noir you know where it's like oh these black women they don't like me so it's because they're like this you know and like Mm -hmm. that so easily happens and i think there was another point you were saying about like you know your mom i think so many black men grow up without a father figure or a Mm. male authoritative figure and it's just their mom or it's just them and their sisters a lot of the time and it's like they associate that like being with black women they think of their sister or their mom which is like i don't know i i feel like it just leads to anti-blackness and it's like it's a slippery slope and it's like you need to mentally process those things properly you know no i I get that it's a a very fine line you know there's a lot of niggas like me who very easily are the ones that are talking a lot of shit about black women Mm -hmm. right because they just never a black woman or been with a black woman so they think they they almost think it's more so the woman's fault than it is there even though there no one's at fault it's just a choice of like preference you know what i mean right. and to your point i grew up with both my parents like i you know they, they weren't divorced or anything like that but um you know i come from a background where it was it's not very typical to a lot of black people that i met when i moved here mm-hmm. you know yeah, like i grew likewise. like i like i grew up in england and I moved oh, here. Wow, okay. Yeah, I grew up, I moved here when I was like seven, right? Mm-hmm. So very, very young. But my dad is crazy book smart, like two masters from Oxford. And then my oh, wow. mom is very, very street smart, right? Like mm-hmm. she's a she's a ballet teacher. So they come from different worlds, but they connect in their own way. And the way I associate my my mom's like a hippie, like straight up. My mom's literally a hippie, and she's. I literally learned to swear from a young age because I heard mm-hmm. my mom cussing all the time, right? Like, she was the one that introduced me to all these people in our life from different races, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was also the person that just told me, you know, find someone that respects you first, mm-hmm. right? So I never really grew up with this mentality of I, I need to find someone black even though I want to, but it's like that wasn't the forefront of my mind. And sometimes I think, you know, that might have played into this personality that i have where <laughs> black women can sense it mm-hmm. and be like ah he's not into black women and i'm like i am but like y'all don't like me y'all don't like yeah. me. Which I, don't, is fair. I don't know if you guys like mm-hmm. i don't know right you, you won't give him a nigga a chance you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> you know because i'm into a lot of shit like yeah, you know yeah. what i mean you want to go to nice restaurants i know them all like oh, come yeah. on like i know these things but i think there's two is. types of types of people who um date interracially so i think it, there's a category like myself and I think the more you fall in that category where you're a product of your environment and my environment growing up was I went to international school I went to boarding school um my my dad also has two masters very much like world traveled and his concerns about dating and has never been about 
race, but more so blending families. It's yeah. very much like value-based, principle-based. And because I've been around all types of races, even in Burundi and Kenya back home, as far as I can remember, it's I don't even think about that. Like I understand that race plays a role into a lot of things, but I don't th- I'm not defined by it, yeah. honestly and truly. Because I didn't know I was black till I moved to Canada, realistically. Really? Like what? Yeah, like before I moved to Canada, I never thought of myself as black. I, I I was Burundian. Okay. I grew up okay. in Burundi. Even though I went to boarding school, and I went to boarding school in Kenya, that was my first venture. Like, even in Burundi, I went to private school, and a lot of my classmates were white, but yeah. they're white in my country, right? Yeah. And we saw them, we're like, okay, you're white, whatever. Even their whiteness was not much of an identifier for us. It was yeah. just was like, this is my society. Everyone that's poor, black, is black. Everyone that's rich is black, whatever. I moved to Canada, and I started to realize, like, oh, my teachers think I'm the same as my Jamaican classmate. Like, yeah. we have oh, literally okay, nothing okay, okay. in common. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and, like, to your point, I heard, um, oh, my God, I wish I could remember her name. It was this older African lady. She used to be, like, a phenomenal speaker. And she was talking about how you go to Africa and you tell certain people, if you just say, like, oh, you're African, they look at you kind of crazy sometimes because they're like, no, I'm, I'm from Uganda. Like, it's very specific, right? right? No, but we, that's true, but we yeah. have this notion in North America where it's like we just classify everyone in Africa African. as African. Right. It's like it's very nuanced. Mm-hmm. Well, African is a con- Africa is a continent, continent right? right? There's yeah. how many countries in Africa? I don't know. My geography 54, sucks. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so I'm, that's like someone's like, oh, you're North American. Yeah. Like, mm. Even to Europeans, <laughs> yeah. right? Like mm. Europeans don't identify as white. Like they, they understand, yes, I'm white. Mm. But if you go to a French person, try and convince him that he's similar to a Canadian. Oh yeah, yeah. Not there's it's there's not nothing happen. there, yeah. mm-hmm. and the fact that Same they're both Italians. white, mm. it doesn't connect them. Yeah, and so I think there's a disconnect when you know you're talking to somebody like we're not a monolith, right? Like when you're talking mm. to me about interracial dating, I'm like I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like I just date whoever I want to date. Yeah, but then there's also people in interracial relationships that are in them because it's deeply rooted in anti-blackness. Yeah, deeply rooted in it, and Absolutely. so and I think that's more common here. It's also common back home because back home it's a it's a issue of like colorism yeah. and all these type of things where it's like light skin, dark skin, whatever. But here that becomes a problem where it feels like oh, black men, for example, might be treating you know a white partner, a non-black mm. partner as the queen or whatever, and then but still fucking black women, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and like dog them out in the streets, mm-hmm. and then in like retaliation, you have black women like, okay, I don't even need a black man, like white guys treat me mm. well, blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. And so you have this like back and forth, and so I think those two experiences are very different, and so I see that more so in the states when I go to visit my my sister, where it's so segregated that when on the rare occasion where those two words collide collide or a black man and a white woman or vice versa a black woman and a white man come together it's more of a statement yeah mm-hmm. yeah whereas for me i'm like it's not really a statement we met at a club that's a really good way of putting it right like i never right. thought i never thought about how it's treated more like a statement and uh to like to add on to your point about the two different types i think I can only speak from a like a black man's perspective, but I think there's a group of black men that absolutely know what's going on and they're taking advantage of the situation. So what I mean is this: like after my first serious relationship in like my early twenties, uh, I was like single for like six months. I didn't do shit for like four months. Right, I was depressed after this relationship, <laughs> and my boy <laughs> came over one time. He he used to come over. Every weekend, he's like, yo, we got to go out. 
Mm-hmm. You, you start going out. Like, you can't, I can't see you like this. Mm-hmm. So, like, all right, sort of going out. And I, I was living in Saga, like, poor credit, but I was downtown, like, four or five times a week, right? right? Just going out. And, you know, I was in the scene quite a bit. So, and you know what those Queen West niggas are like. Oh, yeah. But I remember, this is my, like, you have to remember, I was, I've just always been in long-term relationships. I don't mm-hmm. know what it's like to be single for a long time. So this is the longest I've been single. We I'm, rub it in. Yeah, I'm at this club. <laughs> Yo, I'm I at, always keep a girl on me. <laughs> I'm at this club. Listen, I'm at this club. And, you know, everyone's twist. And I remember. Everyone's what? Twist. twist. I haven't heard that in a minute. Is everyone's that from twist. England? Yeah. No. I don't think I've ever heard it's that. Old it's like, old Toronto slang. No one says it's it. Funny, it's funny you said old Toronto because that's like old, old. British. That's what oh, I'm saying. Okay, but yeah, but yeah, it's all yeah. the same thing. So it's like, anyway. Um, you know, with twists, as I was saying, <laughs> and you know those times where you're like really drunk, but then you have a there's like a window for like thirty seconds where you you're sober, yeah, before yeah. you go back into it, right? <laughs> In those thirty seconds, I remember just looking around at this booth, and I saw a bunch of white girls, right? Like a lot of them, and I, in my head, I'm thinking. I know for a fact none of these white bitches even know my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know my name. They just they just like the idea of hanging out with a bunch of niggas at this club. Right, Cause right. Because it, lo- it looks cool. I'm not like, we can talk about the whole Kim Kardashian thing, mm-hmm. that effects. But like, it was around that time where it was like black men were being looked at more as an accessory, accessory. to yep. women that weren't black. 100%. And I remember standing, like really, literally standing in it. And I was like... This is crazy. Like I was, a, I was aware. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, like I was aware. I was aware of what these people saw me as, mm-hmm. like as an object. Because if you know, if you're racialized, you've probably been objectified at some point yeah. mm-hmm. sexually. So I was like, damn, like this is like this is real. And I learned this when I was like 22 or some shit like that. Time moves forward. I'm seeing guys who are in the same position that realize it and they feed off but of they it. play but they it. feed off mm-hmm. of it they're like oh i'm gonna play into this like yeah. I, I know they want me f- because of those. who i am like right. how i look and what it is so i'm gonna just feed into it but that just leads you down another pretty dangerous road those to are be the worst type of black men i don't give a yeah. fuck i say it with my chest well no, I, the agree with you. I agree with you because i know a lot of black women have been saying which i don't completely agree with but i understand why they feel that way and they say that the black man is the black woman's biggest enemy and Honestly, I understand why a lot of black women feel that way is because I've had a black man. I don't know if I've said this before on this podcast. I don't know. But I've had a black man at my old job look me in my face and say that black women are the bottom of the totem pole. Those are his exact words. <laughs> I remember this. The Pardon? bottom of the fucking totem pole. He's like, you guys are under the white, under Latina, <laughs> under Asian. You guys are just, it's just not it. And, well, he, and, and his, black- he was black. Yo, black like what? Like black, okay? <laughs> black man. Don't tell un- me he was un- a corny nigga. Please don't tell me he was corny. <laughs> he was pretty corny. I won't lie. He was not thinking about it. He wasn't a bad looking guy. Like, he was rap, handsome. Yeah. Yeah. He was handsome, but he was corny. Yeah, yeah. not think about him. Maybe because that statement, but he's fucking him he's corny hmm. um and he said that and i was like yo and i was maybe like 19 at the time maybe like 20 yeah, like, i was just like yo fuck? what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> nigga like what the fuck are you talking about in my face right now <laughs> like are you like stupid this. like are you dumb he was like yeah he's like you know he's like, oh he's like ask, ask any black man you know ask any guy right here like just ask him like where black women fall you guys, you're just the bottom you're just, you're just the bottom you're just, you're, just, you're just the bottom i'm like yo shut the fuck up you're just the bottom <laughs> and he was like there's nothing better than looking at a white pink pussy <laughs> <What>? sorry <laughs> those were his words 
that's crazy. And I was like, you fucking psychopath. Like, are you actually dumb? Yeah. That's like in the same vein of the guy that, that will tell me, which I've had that happen. Like, yo, I don't even really be talking to black girls like that. But like, yo, shorty, two. what are you saying, dog? What should be the light eyes, shorty? And I'm like, um, first of all, <laughs> was that a compliment? Yeah. Or what? Because tutus, I will kill you. And honestly, whenever black women say that black men are the black women's worst enemy, I think of that nigga every fucking time. That's like, what I'm saying. You there's always the problem. There's always it some that nigga that you. like you can like quickly and draw honestly, if i wasn't strong-minded and if i wasn't raised by strong black kings i would be like yo yeah fuck black men dead ass yeah. because how the fuck you look at me and say shit like that yeah. are you crazy yeah you have the example unprovoked like, to yeah. unprovoked you're gonna tell me that black women are the bottom of the totem pole unprovoked. so when That's literally it was at work no it was at work literally That's at fucking work crazy so when black women are you know they're yelling and they're tweeting about like you know black men you know when black women are dying mm. at the hands of black men unfortunately it's the same thing if a black person comes in a white person's space and says yo white people are doing this the same way a black man comes as a black woman they say yo listen black men are doing this it's the same thing black mm. men have to be more receptive and i know you guys don't want to hear it but it happens bro mm. it happens yeah, all yeah. the time the mm. amount of black men who i've seen disrespect black women on a fucking daily it yeah. happens yeah this yo this is like and that, i know yeah, it comes as a shocker mm. to a lot of obviously black men who are you know mm. good black men good men in general yeah but it doesn't it, like, no, but that, but that's the thing. It doesn't. It doesn't shock. It, okay, it doesn't shock me because mm-hmm. a lot of these good black men are still around, like these dumbass niggas. Like right. we, un- we understand like what really goes on, mm-hmm. and I think the problem for me is I genuinely have a hard time like wrapping my head around anti blackness at that level. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I I know it exists. I've seen it. I know it's a thing. Mm-hmm. I have a head wrapping my head around myself actually doing that, right? Because right? it do- it just doesn't make sense to me that you would think this way. Um, but I, I I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss for words. Like niggas like that just shocked me. To be honest with you, that's crazy. It happens. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> yo, like literally, like to, every time I hear a black woman tell like, black women, black men just don't get. I'm like, yo, they don't because that nigga really tried me at work and I was like 19, he was like 30. Like what the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's fucking insane, bro. Like I don't have to tell you. Like I really don't. And it's hard because I said a lot of black women they don't have, you know, they don't have good experiences with black men. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like, I can't even blame you for thinking like I could try to help you because mm. I've been raised by amazing black men and I know amazing black yeah. men in my circle and that I've dated amazing black men. Yeah, whatever. Mm. They kind of suck now, but amazing. They're, <laughs> they're good. I dated. <laughs> You're like <laughs> record scratch. <laughs> You're wondering I how did, I got here. I don't, <laughs> as a whole, I dated good black men. Yeah, they have their demons and fuck them at the end of the day. But they're they're good. Yeah, yeah, they're not the worst. Yeah, they're yeah. not the worst. They're good black men. Yeah. So it's just like, but <laughs> they I have their demons. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Go on, go on. I, I'll shut they up. They do. Anyways, yeah, they have their demons, whatever. But like, but I understand. There's a lot of women who've been unfortunately been disrespected by black men. Yeah. Constantly, and sometimes it's like, yo, you might be good, but just understand. There's Even some out then, there though, who are very bad. Listen, if I'm gonna be disrespected, let it be at the hands of a black man, because God forbid. <laughs> a white dude ever disrespects you? Oh, that's God crazy. For the added hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be that's like, crazy. uh, you're not only dissing me, my ancestors as well are very oh. upset. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're rolling in their graves. I feel like we can work. 
I think this only happens in the black community, right? Like these type of conversations only. Yeah. I, I mean, not I. I'm sure that happens at some level in every community, but I don't think it happens to this level where it's like, you know, I've never, I have, I have some white friends. I've never heard a white guy talk about a white woman the way some. No, no that's what I've been saying. No, the close, the closest <laughs> I've ever heard is like some South Asian communities, like Indian right. and brown. Like if you're they have colorism mo- riddled colorism all through their crazy there, but if you're like, if you're Muslim and you fall in love with a fucking. Christian or something. Christian or like even someone within that's also oh like a Sunni yeah. and a shit. Yeah, like Muslim, if if you yeah. <laughs> they're like nah, you, you got to date a Muslim. Mm-hmm. For yeah, them, they're yeah. like nah, it can't happen. So that's the that's the closest I've seen. But I just want to clarify, you know, because like everything that I was saying, it doesn't take away from the fact, and I mentioned it before that I f- I'm fully aware and understand why black women feel this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I basically said I chalk it up to the game because... Mm-hmm. Real shit. Yeah, like that's... that's If it don't apply, let it fly. That's, hey, word to Dre. Let it, word yeah. to Dre. <laughs> let it fly, but at the end of the day, it's like, I said I said this on Twitter and it applies to how niggas act on, on Clubhouse and in general, but... A lot of niggas would be better off if they just knew how to shut the fuck up and listen. You know what Yo, I mean? Like mm. that, a word, that, like, a word. That's really what it is, and it's not me speaking on some like you know, like a man trying to be like a feminist or some shit like that. Like I am a feminist, but my point is, a lot of guys like don't know literally they're when gonna to call shut. You a, they're gonna call you a pick me. That's cool. <laughs> a beg the stallion. Call me that. A beg the stallion. Beg the stallion. That's crazy. Is that, is that a? Did you just make that up? No. Oh, okay. I heard a girl at Clubhouse call someone a beg. But it's true. Though. This literally is happening to me today. Like, no, but it's yeah. true though. Like if you, there's so many scenarios where I'm just looking at it. I'm like, oh, all right, nigga, just shut up. Like yeah, if, yeah. you'd no, be better right. off if you just listen, dog. Like the other day, on uh, on Clubhouse, the whole you know Kevin Hart fiasco, all that oh, shit. God. Right. We're not. We don't have to go into that. But the this is a prime example. After. Like at night when Marlon made the room, right? The apology room. Apology room. That's hilarious. <laughs> so this is the thing. The PR room. So, yes, the PR room. <laughs> PR. So, uh, so look, this is my <laughs> Marlon, you know I love you, but listen anyway. This is this okay? is my thing. This was my thing, right? I went into the room. I was in the room from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Marlon was the only moderator, right? <laughs> you know, listen, Marlon was the only it's moderator. Because we actually know Marlon. Yes, person. I know. Yeah. It's not like I'm talking yeah, shit. No, no, I'm no, see I Marlon mean. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Marlon was the only moderator, right? And I know this because he had that big green badge mm-hmm. next to his name, right? <laughs> and the room was titled what? Do you remember what it was titled? Uh, this is black for black women only. Okay. So, I remember. I remember sitting in this room. I'm at my desk, just working across. My phone's here. I'm working. And all of a sudden, I hear a nigga talking that's not Marlon. And I'm like, what? And it's this dude named Joel. And he's, ta- and he's talking with his whole fucking chest. He's like, he's like, you know what, Marlon? I don't think you got to apologize for nothing because you were just like being. You-. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, first you off. You made a tweet. I, I remember did. I saw because you were like, the title it, is. The title <laughs> is, this room is for black women only. Why is there a nigga in here? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Marlon, you're not helping your case, bro. Yeah. Like. You're the only one with a badge. How did he get up here? Mm-hmm. That means you have to let him up here. Marlon, I love you, but don't make critical mistakes like this. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're on a PR tour, okay? Like, that's what I'm saying. Apology tour. Because <laughs> <laughs> the reality is, like, I know we're talking about it right now, but mm-hmm. no one's going to give a fuck about this in like two yeah, weeks. Like, no one true. cares. Yeah. It just, I'm just like, it goes back to my point. If people just learn how to shut the fuck up and just listen, especially right. when black women are talking, a lot of instances, you'd be better off. No, you're right. You really would. And I was a prime you're case. Right. Joel didn't have to say shit. He, Yo, honestly, <laughs> I didn't because I was, uh, 
I don't know what I was doing that we were, night. We were together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were together, and I just didn't want to be. I'm like, yo, it's Friday night. Yeah. I spend fucking Monday <laughs> to Thursday on Clubhouse all the time from wake up to go to sleep. I was like, I'm not going to Clubhouse tonight. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to chill with my friends. Uh, socially distanced, chilling. Um, <laughs> masked on. <laughs> socially distanced, chilling, masked on. Um, and I just remember. Can you hear me still? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Something dropped. Um, I just remember. Um, like seeing like notification that he started a room, I'm like, I'm just not gonna tune in. I'm just not gonna tune in. I Marlon will handle it. It's fine. And I remember seeing your tweet, and I was like, Oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, What happened? In it, the didn't, room? It, it didn't last long. It okay, lasted okay, for like okay. three minutes. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, That's but the room was kind of like there was there was like black women in there kind of saying like you know. Why you gotta apologize to like you know yeah, like, no. there was there was it, some it was, weird it was both sides and like I personally on. it's not like I had a horse in there I mm. I missed the initial thing right for all of it mm-hmm. I tuned in at the end when it was wild and I was like, okay cool I listened to Marlon talk and there were people on both sides of it because they talked about the fact that look Clubhouse is really it's kind of like a microcosm of real life right? yeah yeah like do you ever go into town halls yeah I'm sorry for talking like you, are you in Clubhouse she's not okay. she's outside so, the club. Outside so, the club. So, outside. Yeah, outside. You can't Someone even get, get married. Anyway, <laughs> so like every every Sunday they do a town hall and it's the founders, right? That talk to people and okay. you can ask them questions. So people ask real shit like, how are you guys going to make money off this app? Like, mm-hmm. how are you going to monetize it? Are you going to sell ads? Are you recording conversations? That type of shit. And, you know, they talked about the fact that people are doing things within the app that they never intended but that's an example yeah, to for show sure. like ptr that booty hole PTR that booty, like <laughs> when P- something as simple as this right like if you double t- if you just keep tapping the mic button so yeah. it mutes you on and off that's a way of saying you're you're Clapping. plotting yeah right? oh okay so if you think about it that's that's kind of like how culture like forms in certain ways you right. know languages people mm-hmm. just come together and like we're gonna do this to do this mm-hmm. so in that situation Clubhouse is not nor is literally not normal in the sense that first off, most people don't know how to moderate in a room of like three people. At all. Right. So to be asked to moderate in a room where it's constantly expanding, like imagine trying to moderate in a real life situation. There's like ten people in front of you, and every time you look up, like forty niggas walk in. <laughs> <laughs> and then like and like more and more just keep coming in. If this was a real if this was, Wow, what a good yo. If this, was, if this was a real life scenario, every time people walked in, you'd be like, What are you doing here? Like you're like, get a seat, please. Like, be quiet. You'd be saying, be quiet, like sit down. But it's not like that, right? So the problem is like we're almost asking people people too much in some yeah. instances to be like, you should have like knew how to moderate this better. It's like, yeah, yeah. yo, there's five thousand people in here. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. There's I, there's definitely instances where I'm like, you could have done this better, yeah, you could have yeah, done this, yeah, no, but for sure. none of this shit is normal. Let's not act like it Yo, is. honestly, there's been times where... Yo, I personally, I know this is hard because you're not on Clubhouse, Marie, sorry. <laughs> but there's been times where, like, I don't care to get the moderator badge. Like, I genuinely yeah. don't care. Because there's been times where I'll open a room and I'll give a badge to one nigga mm. and my stage is, like, 60 people deep. And I'm like, yo, why the fuck are there 60 people on yeah. my stage? Like, clear the fucking clear stage. Clear the room. Like- and he, and th- th- that's what it feels like. It feels like you give your moderator badge away. Or you give someone else a moderator badge and you look up in a room and there's 40 more people. You're like, yo, I was, we were just talking to 10 people. Why are there but 40 the, people? Just so I know, and for some people mm. who don't have Clubhouse right? that are Sorry, listening. outside the club. If you're a moderator, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I can pick who comes on the stage. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So then 
where I fail is if I allow 60 people to come on the stage. Yes. Boom. Okay. See, and, yes, and like that literally. was that was my initial thing with that whole situation. And it, and it speaks to a lot of things, right? When I think people are just, they're kind of learning now mm-hmm. that if you're a moderator, you actually have like a fuckload of power. Like mm-hmm. you really do. Yeah. But people aren't at a point where they fully understand that yet. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'll... I'll give it to you. And yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. person will just bring up whoever they want. Exactly. And the next mm-hmm. thing you know, the room's out of control. And then as a moderator, you also have control to kick people bo- out. Yeah. Boot people back to the audience, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's the whole psychological aspect of it. Like, man, if I boot this person out, what are people going to say now? Yeah, in the room? yeah. Exactly. Like, it's, it gets complicated. So, yeah. I don't know. None of this shit's normal. That's my point. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really not, not normal at all. And the fact that we spend so much of our time on it is fucking hilarious. But yeah, I mean, let's sit this app out. <laughs> no, actually, it's honestly a lot. Some of it's really good conversation. Some of it is absolutely wild. Mm. Um, and some it really just depends. Like I said, you create your own destiny on any social media app, right? You're gonna right. look for what you want to see, and that's kind of how it is on Clubhouse. I um, feel like the the thing with Clubhouse, what I'm understanding of it, and, and like I've listened in on some things, like on somebody else's account, is I just feel like it breeds you know echo chambers you know you're in a room with people who think the same so like mm-hmm. are you really having an important conversation or are you having a conversation where everyone's saying the same thing yeah. over and over again right I th- amongst your friends i think you you have to how do i say because what you're what you just said is very true there's definitely i've been in plenty of rooms where it's just a bunch of people saying the same shit over mm-hmm. and over again but if if you're like very tactical with who you follow on there mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, f- doing the follow train, like see who they follow, who mm-hmm. nominated them. You can be part of com. And once again, why this is not normal? Like you can be part of conversations or just listen to conversations that you have no business listening to <laughs> because you're not because you're not like you're not in these people's tax brackets. You're like you're not in these people's like world whatsoever. Prime example: the other day, I was in a room. Um, the girl who nominated me, she'll always ping me to come in certain rooms. I know it's never bullshit. It's always like yeah. thought provoking shit. And because I work in film and like mm. photography, she invited me in this room where the head of creative for Adobe, right? Oh, wow. He was, it was like this young black dude, which first oh, wow. of all, I, I didn't know. But mm-hmm. like, um, actually, no, he wasn't the head, but he's like up, up there, right? Mm. It might be below, but the head was also in there. But when else am I ever going to have a conversation with this dude? Right. Like, when am I going to ask this nigga, why does your program crash sometimes? Like, when I try to do shit, like, what are your thoughts? Like, I would never have that opportunity. But people are on this app now because they're like, you know what? If I want to, like, talk to people to figure out, get real real feedback, Mm -hmm. I can do that. Right. But I also think it's, uh, to your point. You know, there's a lot of celebrities that are gonna come on the app to not even talk. They're just gonna listen to what. Well, Drake's on there. I know you he saw never... the boy, right? Didn't yeah, say and shit. he never yeah. he came on like as like kind of like an alias, but mm-hmm. you still knew it was Drake at the end. Right. Of the day. Absolutely. What was his um, alias? The boy. It, it was the boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not Obviously. even a good like. <laughs> but people were like, Drake's there. Where? 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 He's on stage. Where? And I'm like, bro, it's his name Look. is literally the boy. And they're like, but where is he? And I'm like, the boy. Like yeah. that's him. And it was literally a cartoon him. Yeah. Like he kept changing his profile picture, and mm. he never said a word. Yeah. So basically, they have like this really cool like clubhouse beat battle, mm. and it's like Boy Wanda, Seven, um, Cardo, yeah. um, Metro Boomin comes on it sometimes. Um, Sony Sunny Digital. And they just like people will come up, like up and coming producers will come up, and 
and just play beats and they'll battle each other for like yeah. the, the top number one producer of the episode whatever right and they had drake on there for the first time everyone's like yo like who's that who's that i'm like yo that's literally drake like it's a cartoon <laughs> like his first picture was a cartoon yeah. and it was like it said ovo in the background he was holding an owl <laughs> and i'm like it's fucking drake like on, and man. they kept saying like drake do you want to do you want to sing in this bro and he'll be mute but they Love kept that. saying his name. That like, would be me if I was in a room. <laughs> yeah. And Quiet. Like, oh, like, Drake, you have something to say? Leave the nigga Silence. alone. <laughs> you know what but I mean? But he's just there. He's like, just you tell he's listening. Maybe he's, you know, maybe he's his phone's in another room. Maybe he's actually listening, like, talking to people or, like, writing shit down. You never know. But he was in the room. And he would, like, change his photo. And then 21 yeah. Savage came up. And they would, like, change their photos, like, pictures of them, like, from, like, 2000 and, like, Hmm. nine or something stupid like that and all the pictures of them are like drake from like yeah an old picture of drake with like no beard like they would like cr- they would, like troll each other but like you knew it was drake there right, right you right. know what i mean so yeah i feel like uh, celebrities can come i don't know i feel like people are when celebrities do start to come like keith powers is on there now um warren g is on there yeah friggin victor cruz was on there with joe hmm. budden and a little uh yeah joe budden lives on there joe budden is on there from fucking 6 a.m don't get me started like, on that man he's also, I'm so sick and tired he's also of that the man. fucking horniest nigga I've ever seen in my life thank you I hate that man can we can we get into it I fucking hate this man I hate the way he approaches conversations in a I know this you know yeah. a very condescending way, condescending way I'm like I hope you know this you're 45 like <laughs> you should you haven't is learned fucking I don't know how old he is but he's old okay he's you, like 40 you know, like, you haven't learned the ways of relationships or the music. In- you know what I mean? Like, it's like, stop. Nobody cares, Joe. <laughs> yeah, 40. Yeah, 40 good for old. you. Honestly, <laughs> 1980. I remember, like, he does create good spaces for people sometimes. But, like, even, like, last night, like, I went into a room, maybe at, like, 1.30 a.m., and he was in it. And it was just, like, naked women just on the stage. And I'm like, How can they be naked? Oh, they're pictures. They're pictures. Yeah. To, like sexy ass bro i hate bitches bro (laughs) (laughs) do better and i'm just like what's wrong with you for joe budden yo like joe budden's maybe kind of cool like he's not bad like i don't know like marcel talked about this yesterday right yeah we had him on the podcast and he was saying that like he he lives on the app now oh marcel's on it he lives on it but he was saying that if you're if you're on the app long enough you just you can tell which rooms that people always migrate to Oh yeah, and Button always is in the rooms with like mess. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Is he the mess or just you know women doing pick me shit for him? Yeah, that's his so, brand though, being a mess. Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. That's true. If you like it, I love it. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't like that man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I have nothing like against him, and like I've been on stage with him a few times where like I'll talk my shit when I was on that for the love of mall like. <laughs> Shit. That, shit was, that was so surreal to hear Joe Budden say your name like and talk know, to him. Like, that was so crazy. weird. I'm like, what the fuck is I going on? That. That was yeah, bad. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, it's just first of all, I had no business. I don't know if anyone. I had no business being on that fucking show, bro. Well, you have no love I, for Mal. I have no love for Mal. Um, <laughs> Roy can get it. <laughs> who's Roy? The white boy? Yeah. It's Rory. Rory, right? Rory. Let's get some Roy. Roy. I was <laughs> like Roy. I'm using um, that clip. Rory is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really cute, but I'm like, yo, honestly, I just, the thing is, I entered the room, mm. and I was like, okay, I thought this, the show was starting, because I missed the Joe Budden one, so I thought the yeah. show was starting, and then next thing I was like, oh, like, Zoe's cute, bring her up, and I was like, fuck, okay, <laughs> so I went up to stage, like, okay, like, we're gonna do, like, this is a casting call, and I read the time, like, oh, fuck, it's a casting call for this show, <laughs> and I ended up getting chosen, fuck Joe Budden, he voted me off, whatever, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but and honestly, I don't blame him. Yo, we yeah. have no compatibility. I don't yeah. know what the fuck a bodega is. I don't know what the fuck we're getting at the deli. Yeah. I know I'm from. You know what I mean? The only thing I actually did know was his brother Biggs. People, like, oh, you didn't know? I'm like, yeah, Biggs is the fucking co-founder of Rock Nation. Like, I yeah. did know that. Yeah. Um, but like, I didn't know. Like, I don't know that man. <laughs> I don't like, know that nigga from nowhere. I, I used it just to be like, <laughs> okay, I'm on stage. It's Joe Budden stage. You know, yeah. maybe I'll get a few followers. Cute, you know. I'll put up a cute pic, but I did not. People were texting me answers. Like, the Griselda Blanco shit, I don't fucking know. I was literally texting you, Conway, Conway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't, I'm not meant to be here. I don't know what the fuck oh is going on. Wait, God. so you, lo- you love off all these American men and you don't know what a bodega is? Right. She's not talking New York niggas. That's yeah. 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 Okay, okay. What type That's of New York niggas? Like, Kate. Yeah, let me ask you this. Like, what's the, what's the, <laughs> what's the script? Because because this is my every black like, man that comes on here is gonna press you about this. Yeah, because is, yeah. is this a common conversation? Every time I have a black man on here, like, so what is it about your American men? What okay, well, because you loud about this. Yeah, like I'm that's allowed, what it is. I'll be loud, I'll be loud with her about Thank this. You. This, this is my thing. So this is my thing. Like, I don't look all power to you, but yeah. I'm just curious. Right, rightfully like, so. What is it like? What is it? What is, what is the difference? Like, I'm confused. You really. The approach. We, we literally talk about it because we're anti-black. I mean. You're like, you really don't know. You flexed at me. You flexed first. Like, <laughs> did I flex? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you you, you did, really. So. I was like, yo, relax. Look, because my. That's fi- why Nate said, would Nate say I should never have a gun? Because if I ever had a gun, I'd just pull yo, it out. Yo, your on finger thing. would be on the trigger all the time. <laughs> so would you. Know niggas. American niggas on me. No, I'm kidding. Um, like, like, what type of American niggas is it? Yo, honestly. You said it's the anti-blackness, right? No, it's not the anti-blackness. That like, you know, Toronto well, men a, have. A part, yeah, so a lot of Toronto men that I've dated or been around or have been approached by have the whole, like, you know, like, Marie said, I don't really like black girls. Like, I, but you're bad. You yeah, know, I heard you know, bring straight, up the one whatever, time. Whatever, whatever. Which is for, facts. Yeah. That which happens yeah. to me a lot, which I have like, a complete turn off. Like, I don't mm. like that. And I just like the American men. Like Marie said, it's the approach. It's the, they don't play like games right off rip like if you want to do something like we're doing it if you mm. like i've had i went to la for a trip once and i went on a date yeah <laughs> like we mm. met he was like no let me take you out and i was like okay i'm not doing anything tonight yeah. so let's go out and my friend's like yeah cool go out with them you know what i mean i just feel like yeah. they're just like i don't know they're just like with the shits like right away and i, I <laughs> <laughs> with the shits like right away and i just get approached by so many more american men like they don't care like i can walk like when i went to dc mm. i walked in they're like yo excuse me miss excuse me miss ma'am ma'am you fine ma'am. and they just yeah. compliment you right like ma'am you're so beautiful blah blah can i get you a waffle I'm like, give me a waffle and cheese <laughs> <laughs> all the things to offer a waffle like yo you want to drink you want some waffle I'm like yeah bro get me this and that like i can go i don't know i just like i have good conversation with like i feel like also it's the population of america so people say it's so much yeah, bigger you know, you have right far, and also yeah. i I like black men yeah. and finding a good amount of good yeah. looking black men in Toronto, sorry, is hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have your pick of the litter in the States. It's like yeah. everywhere. Girl, you know? yo, I get that. I when get that. you, like, you can go, like, even just being on social media, you're like, yo, where does this nigga live? In, in Houston. Mm. Every day Houston. Houston. <laughs> 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 like, fine, where are you from? The States. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, bro. Or London. Or, yeah, a few in London. I was yeah, going to yeah, say, yeah. I feel like I'll you would London. Like, like London niggas London? for sure. I really feel like you would. We'll see. I don't know. I've I've been with like I've talked to a few. Dave. Not, please. <laughs> oh fuck off, <laughs> Dave. If you're listening, I love you oh so much. God. <laughs> please, Dave. Um, but I don't think. Yeah, it's just I've had really good experiences with American men. I don't know. No, no I've had good times. Makes sense. I second that. I Makes think, sense. but I also think it's. I think I have good American girls. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Nah, say yeah. it again. Wait, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> I've had good times with American men, and I have good times coming with American men. Oh, you didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you just said, I've had good times coming. <laughs> both, both ways. 
<laughs> I've had good times coming, and I have good times coming. <laughs> Yo, so <laughs> you're great. My God. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Brothers Diaries, Lip Night Edition. Ooh, lips. What's it called? Lip service, baby. Oh, my God. God. Damn. I think it's a novelty effect, right? Like, when, when we go somewhere where there are American men, or we go on vacation, like, there's the approach, but the approach is crazy. It's like, oh, you're going to Toronto? Cool. Uh, well, we're going to meet in New York? Or <laughs> I'm going to fly to you or I'm going to yeah. come to you because it's like you're different. Like I'm different than what they're used to. Similarly, I think mm. when American girls, because I've talked to some American girls, they're like, oh, Toronto niggas. And I'm like, Toronto, Toronto niggas. <laughs> but I'm sure their experience is like, like when they meet. Different. Right. Yeah. Like the, maybe the Toronto guy is like, oh, you're different. Like, look at you, whatever. Like New York mommy, whatever the fuck. And yeah. because it's rare to them maybe their approach is different i think just every city everyone has that right where it's like you Absolutely. feel like it's better the grass is greener on the other side and then you get to the other side and you're I, like, can, oh, I can same. agree with that yeah and I, feel, I think guys have the same yeah guys have the same thing yeah it's really. like in high school when they when girls like the older guys and the older grades and yeah. stuff oh. and there's not much you can do with that like you know, just... girls in high school if you're listening don't go for the older guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> relax Those yourself predatory like, ass listen that shit was that <laughs> <laughs> that stuff was wild to me because wild. <laughs> when I like being okay being a dude who is in the same grade as girls who are dating older mm-hmm. at the time like you just you couldn't like wrap your head around it you're just like oh she like you don't girls don't like niggas the same age right that, yeah. that's that's as far as it went <laughs> but then as yeah, you get true. but then I when you get older you realize that it's definitely predatory as fuck but yep. then you're also like those niggas don't care about you. You know what I no. mean? Mm-hmm. Like, You're right. It's like, they, they actually don't. But at the time, like, no one realizes this. Yeah. Like, at all. Like, they just think it's, a, like, a cool thing to do. So, I like, yeah. I had a friend in high school. Her boyfriend, like, boyfriend, yeah. met the parents type of shit. Like, she met his parents. Was 24. Mm. We were all 16. And we loved what? him. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, repeat that? Lock who, him up. Who was 24? The guy. That your friend was dating? Yeah. Dating, dating, not no 16, 16. And like, isn't that statutory rape, girl? And the thing is, we all of us consent in Canada is 16, is 16. Yeah, Yeah. they wait. He waited. Oh, they met, they they met before, but he waited till she turned 16. By the way, another predatory part, but like. It didn't take us till now to look back at it because we'd be like, yo, shout out Adrian. This nigga always drives us everywhere. Like, so he got a car because he'd come pick her up and we'd all be it's together. She'd be like, man. Yeah, right. I hope yeah. he has a car. That's a predator ass right. nigga trying to fuck younger girls. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, what that hello. is. Like, exactly what it is. And the crazy part, it was until we were way old. I mean, she in the end she's the one that broke up with him because she was like bro you're a little crazy like like you really you really love me like i'm 16 (laughs) or like 16 turning 17 like i think for you as a younger person you're like it's a bit of the thrill you might have some lust or whatever hormones everywhere but it's crazy because she ended up being the more mature one to be like um okay this is this is done (laughs) and he was like no like he was no, no, like that that was weird, that fallout. He's definitely predatory, but it didn't take us till it didn't take me until I was 18, 19, and I was like, whoa. That was fucking weird. Yo. Yeah. That was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. What was he doing around all he tried to get all of our approval as as her friends, you know what I mean? Mm. I'm like, that's fucking weird. Imagine me being 24, kicking it with 16-year-olds so they like me, driving them around. Everyone your age would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? Like, but he didn't have friends, and now we know. Nah, now it makes sense. Nah, he's a predator for sure. He's no super predator. Do you have his name? I do have his name. <laughs> Put him on blast. Would you um? 
would you guys date like older men now? Like how? And if so, how much older? Ten years is my max. I agree. Ten years. That's because Drake. <laughs> if you're listening, is it different? <laughs> the boy. The is boy. It, <laughs> is it different if El it's Chico. a guy dating an older woman now? No, why can't men date older women? I think men um, do date older women. Yeah, do they not? No, no, no. Maybe to, not to, ten years older. To my knowledge, like most men date younger. That's true. Same yeah, age or right. younger, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. rare to me that I've come across a dude who's dating like a much older. That's because okay. If you what's much with, older though? Like more ten than years. five years. Yeah. more than five. More than five years. If you years. take the maturity factor yeah, in, that, yeah. the average man doesn't reach like the maturity of the average woman until age was it like 35 they say yeah like emotional so, maturity yeah. yeah so men are just like 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 it's factual you guys are just more immature than women are yeah. women definitely yeah. mature faster emotionally mentally than men do this is why i usually date up yeah. even though dating up still mm. yeah they're dumb. <laughs> they'll surprise you those 30 plus <laughs> they'll still surprise you the 27 plus idiots yeah but i mean <laughs> like you, there's definitely I've had better experiences in that age bracket mm. but there's a caveat to that because recently I was out with somebody and they were I found out on the date that they were 13 years older than me 13 13 Oof. Okay. and in that <laughs> moment right? yeah. yeah I had the thought of like is this not weird like for we were having yeah like no for him yeah like mm-hmm. for, oh yeah for him yeah yeah I thought my age was very apparent like I'm I'm sorry you're not gonna guess anything crazy like yeah. i'm 22 like mm. okay <laughs> look at me okay mm. like you can't pretend like oh i'm so shocked you know and then like we're talking and whatever how old are you he's like 35 and it's just super like matter of factly which is fine but i found it kind of weird that he didn't feel like that's it almost felt also predatory even though i'm an adult yeah and and later when we, we were talking i just said like you know like do you usually date younger women and he's like He's like, yeah, like the oldest woman I've ever dated was five years older than me. And I'm like, okay, but you're 35. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's normal for you to date a 40-year-old versus a 22-year-old in terms sense. of long-term um, commitment, in terms of a real relationship. What are we really bonding over? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, because like, I think from a guy's perspective, like I said, most guys either either date the same age or younger. But even then, there's almost... If you're if you're in a serious relationship with this person, there's almost a cutoff. Right. Like how much are you going to date? Because mm-hmm. at a certain point, like for me personally, I will not. I would never date someone at this point in my life that's in like college university. And the reason, understandable. And the reason okay. why, the reason why is because I'm so far removed, like from that world. How old are you? I'm 28. Okay. I'm 29 next year. It's okay. like, but. I would, you know, I went to Mac and then I went to Humbert. So it's like, I'm so far removed from it that the conversations about you in exam season, like, mm-hmm. the, uh, that, <laughs> I'm, if I'm real, like, none of that appeals to me, right? Like, I don't, give a, I don't give a fuck about your professor, like, what he was saying or any of that shit. I really don't care. Like, I'm trying to buy a place right now. I'm, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're at different points in my life. So... I think there's a cutoff for that. But when it comes to dating older as a guy... I think like a lot of guys will tell you that there is almost like a like an appeal to dating an older Have woman. Have you dated older? No. Okay. And I fucking I, why want not? To. Go for I, it. I, 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 I feel the energy. I want to. I, I recommend. <laughs> I need it. it. Like I definitely would. Like I definitely would. Yeah. I don't see and, I don't, and I don't even know why. I just I just think dating an older woman is I I think it'd be cool. Like are I'm you a, a submissive person? No, I'm not submissive. 
definitely not. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it does a little bit. No, I don't no. think so. My brother is 28. His wife is 30. Okay. They met when he was 23. Um, and he was a dog. T- typical yeah. Toronto nigga. Like, yeah. he had his little Toronto street name. Like, people come up to me like, yo, you seen Slim? And I'm like, who? Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yes. please>. who? <laughs> like, sneak girls in and out. And then something, he obviously something changed in him internally. Hmm. But it just lined up with when he met his now wife. And it all took us by surprise. He went from being a dog to just not only committing, marrying, and also she's older. And I think there's something about the way he talks about her. I think her age definitely played a factor into it because when they did connect, she was like, I'm 25. Like, if you're not here for me, like where the where I'm setting the bar, I don't, I'm not checking for you. I, so I think he really respected that and he stepped up because there was a standard yeah. to step up to. That's interesting. I mean, to be honest, like if I was 23 and I heard a 25 year old tell me that, I'd be like, we're still young. Like, come on. Like, no, they got I, married months after and they've months been together. Af- okay. Months after. Jeez. Months after court wedding and they've been together, f- married five years now and they're Kudos they're planning them. their Good traditional wedding. Good for them. Wow. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. my thing is, like I've never, I've never dated older women. I slept with older women. Like, max by like three years Mm -hmm. and the interactions i've had with them have been i would say more and enjoyable is the sex better Uh, i think women get hornier with age for sure yes and no i mean like the best sex i ever had was was not with an older woman okay but the difference was Older women are less. Yeah. Why are you laughing? I'm not. I'm yeah. not Chris laughing. is having yeah. a flashback. Let's make it get hold it together. This man's in heat. He's in heat right now. Like I was gonna say though, like the difference with dealing with older women is that they're like as much as you guys aren't with the shits, they're like way more not with the shits. Right. Like they're okay. it's, they're very blunt about what it is that they want. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. if all they want to do is just just fuck you, they'll tell you that. So telling you like eat my ass right now. <laughs> Yeah, like if, <laughs> if they dead ass were just like look, because a lot of them by that point, they already know what the fuck it is they're doing, like with with the rest of their life, their career, like they're they're mm. in this mode. Spit you're not mouth or go. You're not there to. <laughs> they're not gonna bring you into their life to basically fuck that up. Right. Okay. Right. I saw a tweet. They're not gonna bring you into their life to mess with their pH balance. Right. Mm. That's that's what, that's what a woman Yo. said. That's Holy what a woman Lord. said. So, but it's real. Like a That's lot of real. a lot of people do that and fucks it up. So my point is this: like most older women that I've dealt with, they're just like, listen, like I know we're cool, we do all this, like let's just keep it like a I agree. very okay. casual thing. Right? There's there's none of the bullshit I have to deal with, mm-hmm. right? But if I date younger, I usually know there's like a lot of if I'm not serious about you, mm-hmm. I'll usually be the one to like say that, mm-hmm. and then it just causes a whole host of problems. Right. right? right. Whereas women are usually saying that those older women will say that they're like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't want that. Damn. Yeah. Any age, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you can tell. I think when you're even with myself, I look back to some of my dating history, and I've definitely been more mon clown. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to have a mon clown episode. Fuck, you're gonna be gone, bro. Wow. In my past, and I can see how it's like, bro. I was just inviting the chaos that was happening. It wasn't even full chaos, but. I never even look back and be like, yo, that nigga was wetless. I'm like, I was so wetless in that scenario. Mom clown days are crazy, bro. So I can only imagine the older <laughs> you get, the more experience you have dating to where you get to a point where you're like, okay, like it's not even about you. It's mm. about what I, I know what I, where I'm at. I know what I want. I know whether or not you fit what I want. Yeah. And if you don't, but you have a purpose, whether it's sexually or whatever, 
then so be it. And I think mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's easier to to be less emotionally minded when you have way more going for yourself than when you're younger and like maybe uh, you know i have a question for you too when don't ask about the mom when did you really like what was the moment what was the moment where you actually said to yourself wow I- <laughs> what was the moment you don't have to say names but i want to know like <laughs> i want to know what you actually said to yourself yo i'm a fucking clown <laughs> I'm gonna need a moment to think of my most clownish moment. <laughs> you know I'll, what I'll, means I'll give you where the person's looking in the mirror and it's a fucking clown yeah. looking yeah, back yeah, at them? Yeah, like, yeah. um, I mean, like, <laughs> okay, like I've heard of stories like of girls like taking out car notes for yeah. niggas and shit. I'm not yeah. doing shit like that. Um, have I bought a few uh, 2K? Video games for dick, of course. <laughs> for wait, dick, wait, not even wait, your man. Wait, hold up. <laughs> Flag on the play. Flag on the play. No, you Time win. Out. Still, you win. <laughs> Time out. Hold on. I was expecting. I was expecting you to like ease into it. But you you said bought the most. <laughs> you bought. Those American men. He was wasn't American. American. No, no, okay. no, no, no. This was when I was young. I was, like, I was like eighteen, nineteen. So you bought. 2k mm-hmm. for some dick yeah i did yo shout him out real quick he must be packing yo, the joke <laughs> i yo he might I know? smoke no i'll tell you after okay. um the joke is i was young i was like 18 19 yeah. um we were friends with benefits okay. um he we had really good sex yeah and i was like wow like he asked for 2k and i bought it <laughs> twice i think oh <laughs> Yo, honestly, yeah, I think I bought it. Yeah, like the first year we were, like we were fucking, I bought it for him, and then I think like the next year he was like, "So 2K?" I'm like, "Dick," and he was like, "All right." So- oh, this thing is a trick. He, <laughs> he said, "This is my price. <laughs> it's 2K or nothing." You were literally paying a nick. I didn't think things like that happened. Like, like you were paying a nick. I was like, "This dick ain't free." <laughs> Uh, was I paying it? Was that big? I guess I uh, the exchange yeah. went as directly as that. Yes, mine is not that bad. Mine was. <laughs> that's, not, wait, that's bad, girl. That's bad. How My dick. How's that bad? I think objectively it's bad, but it's like you said, it's not like taking out a car. Yeah, two kids. What ninety dollars? It's I relative. Lived at home. It's relative. You know what yes. I mean? I lived at you home got it when it was new. If it was income. <laughs> I worked full time. You're like you didn't put a debt debt in my pocket. Yeah, it hurt me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. Mine was definitely less bad, but um, how is it? Okay, you keep saying less bad. Like why? Because <laughs> it wasn't. This will make you a meme. Like honestly, like oh my God. you said, I paid for dick with two K. <laughs> yo, the thing is, like, yo, I just don't understand. <laughs> I just don't get how it's bad. Stop trying to justify it. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm saying, okay, mine's less less bad. But like, how's mine bad? It's not bad. It's not bad. You know what? It's okay. It it was a memorable time. We all paid for sex a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Not I. Some buy the game. Some buy VC points. You know. No. Um. The two K players will get that. My most clownish moment (laughs) was definitely, um going out of my way to let somebody know that I was done with the games you know like yo take me off the roster don't fucking beak to me don't look don't don't talk to me don't look at me nothing blocking them and then hitting them with the unblock and phone call 
Bosch? Marie, that's, that's like I, on the no, same that's, level. That's, that's not same level, but it's definitely my Yo, why, why is it on the same level? Why is it so like... Yo, like, if I ever... Listen, if I ever... If I ever got a girl to... That's the thing. I'm getting you to do this in exchange for deck. I'm winning in both cases here. Yeah, maybe you are. He, you, of course, he was winning in both <laughs> but, cases. But, but the reality is, it's like <laughs> he would have done it for free. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He would have done it for free. Maybe I was feeling generous. Stop you. this! You find money you bag to get two cases to get the money bag zone. Zone dollars. It wasn't a thing, you know. She said, "Damn, he was so good. I gotta step it up." You want two K? <laughs> Oh my Yo, god. Yo, I really don't think it was that serious. No, yeah. it's not. It's I not. Think it was that I think for guys, like. It's funny. Do we do recently shit like he that? sent yeah, me a picture mm. from like 2017. I... Expensive dinners, clothes. Well, okay. This is... <laughs> yeah, but not but... for sex. I've had gifts for just dating. I think guys do that more for sex. Like, would have more where it's just. But it's not as direct. Like, yeah. I, like, men have bought me gifts and I've never had sex with them. So mm. it's. Oh, same. Yeah. Yeah. The, rest, the restaurant saying, uh, I'm not gonna say that's in exchange, definitely not in exchange for it, but it's like, that's just part of the game. You take right. I've had dinner. niggas spend more on me and I'm not fucking. Yeah. Like I've I- had a nigga come to Toronto, pay for an outfit hmm. for me to go out for dinner. Yeah. And then pay for the $600 dinner. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was expensive at dinner. I think, and he didn't. Oh, I think, and like- no, he didn't fuck. Yeah, we, we're, we're cool. Like we're we're friends in some way. I think, but like, yeah. you know? I think that happens. Like, mm. I think that happens more than people. I don't think he was people... tricking either. Yeah. You know? yeah. The he di- has money. The dinner stuff and like, I don't, I wouldn't consider that like mom clown shit. The, no, no, no. The if you're buying shit for people, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> what you think that is? You think my mom clown? No, I said <laughs> your two K one. True. Yes, yeah. we've confirmed. At that, at that time, yes, it was definitely mom clown. <laughs> but young. but I yeah. think look, I'll give you an example. <laughs> I'll I give it to you for guys. The, the most mom clown thing that guys do all the time is, like, traveling, like, distance. Yeah, I've had Why? guys do that. Listen. Yeah, we know. Eight hours. Eight hours. Eight eight hours. hours. We've drove. Man has drove <laughs> eight hours twice for Marie, okay? After meeting her one time, he got in the whip and said, play take care of He played take care <laughs> Drove across the border eight hours. Eight hours? Eight hours. Okay, see... Shout out you. That's, you know who you are. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Eight hours. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not sitting in the car for eight hours to go sleep with someone. No hey, way. you don't know me yet. Come on, no, no, <laughs> put no. some respect on my head. No, 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 no way. Okay. But, but that's the point though. Like, tra- traveling is like some super, super mod clown shit. Like, it really is. You think so? Absolutely. Because the thing is, like, you know, as you're on the commute, you're thinking to yourself, "I'm really doing this." Like. But does that mean beforehand you know that it, it might not be reciprocal? Then that's mount clown. If you're going and you and she hasn't shown as <laughs> no, no, no. much like, before you go. Before you go, there's de- there's definitely a moment where you're thinking, oh, this may or may not happen. Oh, okay. But yeah. because you've already now traveled, you've begun your travel. Mm-hmm. You're thinking to yourself. There's no way it's not gonna happen now because mm. I've traveled. Yeah. <laughs> but how many times have managed traveled and it's not happened? <laughs> no, I've, it's, it happens. It's it like happens. you gotta chuck that up to the game sometimes. It de- that's what you know, and it definitely happens. It, it definitely, definitely happens. happens. Manage travel Yo, and get nothing. When your pussy talks, your pussy talks. Where's your JT? Okay, let's. <laughs> when your pussy talks, like, that's literally what it is. Like, because in my head, I'm thinking, look, if I'm gonna travel. Like if I'm traveling eight hours, I'm going to <laughs> shout out him. That's <laughs> only something needs to happen. That's only the big hand going around eight times. 
He was thinking about only, me. It kept him, it kept only him going. Eight times. I like how you try to say this to me. Like, <laughs> it kept him going the whole times. drive. He was like, mm, can't wait till I get there. You know? <laughs> it makes the drive like, go by quick. Can't wait to do this, this, this to you, you know? Do you understand? Okay. Do you and understand? then sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Do you understand how long eight hours is? It's not eight I think hours. it was shorter. I don't not think it was that eight, long? maybe six. Okay, okay. So, if I'm playing... Okay, this guy, right? Has to go see me. Right? Eight hours. This man leaves at 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, he's getting there by four. Right? By the time he gets there at four, we just finish work. Yeah. She's, yeah. T- she's tired. She wants to go to sleep. No. <laughs> I don't saying. think so. <laughs> See? Oh. Look at her face. <laughs> That's crazy. I wouldn't do that. One of those times was definitely not worth the drive. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't. Personally, I wouldn't do that. If a man uh, who, if a man that I'm like or I'm feeling or mm. has good dick is coming to see me, I'm going to make sure I'm ready for the party. I mean, okay. For the party. I read it. Baby, yeah. welcome to the party. In my defense, one of those times was definitely like uh, like a Kanye West, like 30 hours type of like, let me save this. And I'm like, whoa, nobody asked you to do that. <laughs> you could have stayed yeah. at home to send that message. That's a good but, reference. Yeah. But smokes. I don't think traveling is, I don't think that counts. Because like, if you're invested in somebody, if you're interested in somebody... You know, that's just an extra effort you're going on. Nah, I would appreciate not, yeah, Marie, that. Like, I don't, I don't think dude was coming eight hours to get like pussy. I think dude liked you. Like, yeah, no. yeah, no, but, did, but did you like him like that? Yeah, at yeah. The time, the, okay. At the time, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. I'm yeah. talking to the the niggas that travel. And it's not for sure like that. This is gonna oh. be a long term thing, right? Oh, okay. that's okay. also happened yeah. where, um, you know, fly into the city and it's like ah, I'll stay longer to kick it with you, and I'm like. Toronto has 4 million people. (laughs) You know where it's like, you kind of been talking before, like not really, Mm. and they kind of make this big gesture. And when I was younger, I definitely did feel the need to entertain it. But now I'm like, I didn't even ask you to come here. Like this is, or, you know, I'm sorry. Mm. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) We didn't discuss this beforehand. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) It's okay. I don't think buying 2K is one clownish. (laughs) (laughs) At the time, it kind of was. At the time. Like, you didn't even get a discount? <laughs> I did, actually. Okay. Yeah. I know you had, like, disposable income, but it's like. For sure I did. Imagine, you didn't miss a mm, meal for the 2K. Hell no. Imagine, hell no. like, imagine, okay, imagine today you're not dating this nigga, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are just kind of, like, hooking up, whatever. But if you're not for sure that you guys are going to be dating. You don't mm-hmm. know where you stand. If you bought this nigga 2K. Right. And you fucked. And then. It doesn't work out. You're gonna feel like a mon cloud. You don't yes, think you would? I would. Has he bought I, me anything? No. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he hasn't. He's giving he you has. dick. The dick was the present. The dick was the present. <laughs> like, if that happened today, I would log into Twitter and see you cussing out some man, and I would understand. I, I would know the reference. PS5, so I <laughs> she mean, did. She did. <laughs> I would have called you a mon clown for that. But he did a lot of things for me. Mm. Okay. 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 <laughs> Girl, All right. You know All right. Okay. He definitely. You. How many things did he buy me? Okay. And, my okay, arg- so, okay. My mm. argument. I'll ask the men in the room. Yeah. Is I feel like men, if they've got it, spending money on you is not special. That's true. Yeah. It is. Because the man that I was fucking with, he is well off. Mm. I would say. So now that I think about that time, I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow. You bought me this. You bought me this. You flew me here and paid for this. Now by then, I'm like, this nigga has money. You know what I mean? So like maybe it yeah. wasn't even that much of a thing for no, him. No, no, no. But this is the thing, though. Even if you have money, mm-hmm. you're not you're not just buying shit for anyone. There's okay. there's still that component. Yes, there's definitely like I've seen like a lot of older heads who have money and they're just 
just buying shit mm-hmm. and like it doesn't matter to them because they right. know they have money but i guess for a lot of guys like in my position or whatever like you'll have the money but it's like i'm not buying shit for anyone like i won't buy shit just for anyone mm-hmm. if i actually like you then i the, spending the money isn't even a thought to me it's like i'll just do it I know you want this, I'll just get it for you, kind of thing. But I feel like men are more likely to get to that point of, if I like you, okay, we have that, if I like you, I'll spend money on you. Whereas a woman, and also I don't think most men are expecting gifts from women. Like that's not what women bring to the table that they're most excited about. Mm. But I think for women to get to that level, it has to be a deeper emotional attachment. And what I was trying to explain to Zoe was that a guy can like you, and be like, okay, here's a couple hundred dollars worth of things mm. because, you know, I'm talking to you. You're my favorite, let's say. Mm. Um, and it doesn't mean as much as I think a guy spending time with me, lots and quality time with me, shows me more that you're invested. That's more of an That's investment than your money because, yeah. like, a guy will buy me dinner and he doesn't even know me, right? Just off mm. of my looks, let's say, or off yeah. of, like, a one-time thing. But, like, if you're investing time, like, okay, like, you like me. I think yeah. it's different in that sense. I I, yeah, I agree with that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm just trying to think, like... Yeah, what's, I, the most, what's the most gal clown thing you've done? Yeah, you're, you're out here fucking me up with my 2K story. You're just making me look fucking crazy. The most. For getting a discounted Best Buy. You, you came out the gate with that. I was like, whoa. Well, was that deep. Yeah, you said it so casually. You're, you're like, like, ah, what? twice. <laughs> that was it for me, like twice. Back not even to v- back years. Not like, even VC points the second time. Like, she yeah. was still there. Just like, back to back time, years. No, because I had a friend who worked at Best Buy both times. Oh, and really? you thought of that man? The first time you heard his discount, you said, oh, I know someone that deserves <laughs> that. Yeah, because he was digging me down. Yeah. <laughs> and we were cool. Huh. Love what is that. the most? I, I, most ga- like for a girl you're like seeing or like trying to get to know, or like for any woman that you've been involved with. I think when you're in a relationship, it's it's, it's expected, yeah. right? Like yeah, you, it's expected, right? Okay. For a girl that I was not even dating, see, and that's why I think about the travel thing. Like I traveled to fucking Niagara. <laughs> you think? Listen, no. Wait, you, sorry. Hold on. Listen, <laughs> listen. You think it's not far? You think it's not far, and this is why it was guilt. Because when I got there, it didn't happen. What didn't happen? She didn't link you, or she didn't fuck. No, we didn't. We didn't fuck. So that's ah. that's why I was like, you know what? No, if you were the guy, that my guy, you would have killed yourself. Stole my Listen, I'm not doing that. Fuck out of here. Niagara? We're in Toronto. That's an hour and a half. We've driven that. Bare yeah. times. Yeah, but it's, bare, far. it's not far. It's not far. Look. It's not far. It's the principle. But not to get pussy going crazy. It's the principle. What? That's not crazy. Yes, it is. What I are you talking about? Pussy the one he drove the second time. For eight hours? And you... And look, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You I'm think like, it's not crazy. I'm telling you that nigga at that time, when he didn't get that pussy, he was just like internally screaming. Internally screaming? Internally, he was cheese. But because he liked you so much, he just that held bad. that L. So for me, going to Niagara is not far. We've done Niagara like in one day. It's not far, but the point is, it's the principle of the matter. Like, you know why I'm. You know why I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, that's what it is. You know why I'm here. My time's very valuable. If I'm gonna take an hour and a half to go there, and I you gotta to come switch back, to your words. You said traveled, commuted is the. Point. Yeah, well, Travel. I think mine's like a travel thing too. Like I took travel a, or commute. I, Give me something better, y'all. Fuck I, 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 took a, I don't try. I don't travel more. Like I call it traveling because that's what I'm doing. So if you pay for it, like I took an Uber from Oakville to Whitby, 
and that's I, deep. That's, that's deeper deep. than Andrew. <laughs> and I just, I still to this day it makes me sick. And you never fucked? Nah, but like it was probably more than just like a girl I was seeing. You know, yeah. like we kind of, we had like a serious thing. Give me something more. Like y'all are boring me. Like the no, we, I don't, we don't put ourselves in that <laughs> yeah, position. Actually, yeah, like, he, I don't he said we don't put ourselves in that position. We know our worth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> like I don't have to tell you. Fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to think for a girl that I was trying to... It ain't tricking if you got it, baby. That's and that's it. the thing, too. It's like, if I, I like doing stuff for people. Like, if yeah. I like you, I, I enjoy... Even, like, dating. Like, I yeah. like that. I like taking a girl out if, like, you know, that's... If, you know, funds are right and everything. And that's, like, where you're at in life. You know? But, like, time is a lot more valuable than, like, yeah. money. So, if I'm... If I like you and I'm seeing you... A two hundred dollar dinner or something like that. Like I'm not gonna think about it and, and shit after that. But it's like yeah, because you know what? Like sometimes I wonder if like certain girls think that they had me on some like girl girl clown shit. On some clown shit. Yeah, because like for, like, like you said, like I like like for example, literally one of my favorite pastimes. It might seem basic to people. Is like I like going to fucking restaurants. Like I really do. I like yeah. going to restaurants. Yeah. I worked in the industry. I was a bartender. I like all that shit. Yeah. yeah. So. Like, when shit's open, I'm at a restaurant, like, two, three times a week, Mm -hmm. right? Because my friends work there, I'm doing whatever. And I like taking people to these places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, if I'm, like, seeing a girl, I'm talking to a girl, I'll take her to different places that she's never been before. And in my head, like, I wonder if there's a component where she's thinking, like, oh, this thing is, like, taking me all these places. Like, he's paying for this, Mm -hmm. paying for that. But for me, it's just, like... I would have taken like anyone. Here. Maybe they're younger. It ain't tricking if you got. When it. I was yeah. younger, I may have thought like that because mm. I've yeah. Oh yeah. But then now it's like it's a meal. Like I take my girlfriends out yeah, to yeah. eat, yeah. you know, and spend big, big, big money. So yeah. I don't think it's that much of a. Yeah. Big I agree. Deal like now. if you got it, then like I'm not thinking about the money. Like you know, like I want to take you out and I want to have a nice time. Like that's at least the way I'd approach it. Yeah. Damn. See, but going back, going back to the whole traveling thing, <laughs> commuting, <that's it>. commuting, <laughs> the commute. This is this is the thing that I also have to address, right? I think with guys, when we get presented with the idea that like, oh, we might we might have sex, that's up in the air. We're too one track minded at that point. Mm-hmm. We're not necessarily thinking there's a possibility that this won't happen. So. Even though, like, going to fucking Niagara is not far, <laughs> you're already convinced in your mind this is going to happen. <laughs> so when it doesn't happen, you, you're now realizing that, okay, so, you know, I commuted an hour and a half to get here. And then when I was there, it's not like you know off rip that mm-hmm. sex is not happening. It's not like you walk in the door and they're like, sex isn't happening tonight. Right. <laughs> there's, usually some, there's usually things going on. You hang out. A couple hours go by. It doesn't happen. You feel like, when did I just spend all this time doing? Like, yeah. that's where the clownness comes into it. I'm a very sexual person, so I don't, I've only left a man with blue balls once oh. and he took all the clothes out of my closet. I have a question like for his you. clothes. <laughs> my clothes. What do you mean he took? Hold on. Oh, like he gave it to you to go home with? No. no he L- gave listen her to no, no. It's not what happened. So, it was a guy I was seeing or dating or whatever, and he slept over when I stayed like lived by myself, and I didn't want to have sex. I was just like really tired, and he was already hard. But I was like, bro, I don't want to have sex. And he was like, oh, well, then I'm gonna go home. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna see you later. So go home. And he took all the clothes out of my closet and put it on the floor and then left. <laughs> 
That's a childish. That's some little kid shit. <laughs> How old were you? How old were you guys? Like 20? Uh, 20. Was he around the same age? Like, I think he was, he was one year old. I think he was like 21. Yeah, some 21 Yo, year old shit to do. Because you know what? No. Like, <laughs> he was just petty. He was being dumb and petty. Yeah, no. He was like, fuck you, like, yo, he just took me, all the clothes out of let, let me be real, right? I'm calling him back still. I'm like, come back. Let me be real. Let me be real. Because like, I don't think a lot of women like truthfully... Because you guys, do you, do you, yeah, do you guys get a version of blue balls? Because no. I don't think you, I don't think you get it like we do. Like, no, <laughs> everything is like I said, so one track minded. Like at that <laughs> moment, all we're thinking about is one thing. Yeah. So when, so when you say or present an option that is not that thing, the sensible ones are going to, you know, tell themselves internally, all right, I'm not gonna act petty or mm-hmm. like an idiot. I'm gonna calm down. But trust me, you're thinking some petty shit. You're like, you really have me out here with my dick hard like this. In Niagara Falls. <laughs> In Niagara Falls. And nothing's going to happen. Wait, so were you like ready to go when she just said, oh, no, I'm not feeling it? No, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't that deep. Oh, okay, I, okay, I wasn't okay, that okay. deep. That, that would have been... Suck. That would fucking suck. <laughs> imagine imagine my home. fucking boxers. Only my boxers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that I'm like, shit's hard. And she's just like, nah, it's not happening. Like, I'm like, what? Hey, can I, change anything? I don't know, though. In, okay, it really but, can, but st- still. I feel you, though. It's like, wow, really? I also feel like no is the most unattractive thing. Like, if a girl doesn't want to have sex with me, then I won't want to have, like, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, that, like that it, it it would be a ma- major turnoff, if anything. It's mm-hmm. like, if I'm if we're about to go, and then she's like, nah, I'm not. I kind of just be in, like, a bad mood. After, no, you no. know? Like, I, I would not. No, like, that's super real, because we... We talked about this before, where it's like if, like the we briefly mentioned consent before, mm-hmm. right? Like, especially with that conversation uh, being brought to like more and more nowadays, mm-hmm. that shit is like it. It's super real for a lot of guys in the sense where it's like just because you know that there's an attraction between you and someone else, right? Literally, up until the moment it happens, or even during the moment where you mm-hmm. guys are having sex. If a girl were to ever say to me in that moment, like, I don't, uh, like, something's wrong. She just doesn't want to have sex anymore. Like, my mind is, like, so far removed from sex at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's so far removed because I understand, like, from my perspective, it could become, like, very dangerous, right? Right, yeah. Not just for her. It could be very dangerous for me. Like, we were doing this and now it's not going to happen. But like you said, like, getting told no by a woman is sobering it's yeah like it's it's very sobering for Mm -hmm. guys that actually listen to that no because you're Mm -hmm. like oh okay like this can't happen Mm -hmm. like don't even touch me for like the next little bit because yeah yeah you said no don't hit your mind (laughs) just no (laughs) because that's almost like why i feel like i never have it until it's been had like i i almost feel like it's like a don't fuck this up you know when when, when it comes to you know navigating that so on the flip side though i feel like earlier in my dating life i definitely did feel the pressure almost of being like i know he expects sex mm. Mm. Yeah. which is a yeah. very like honestly it's a very dehumanizing feeling because yeah. Yeah. i don't know how i the time i didn't know how to say hey you know what i may physically want this but emotionally mentally i'm not i don't want to go there i don't want to disappoint you i don't want to jeopardize our yeah. future dating mm. all these things are going through my head and the guy may or may not realize and then so that's why it may seem like a switch because for me at the time anyways i'd be like okay like 
for him to understand and not expect this i need to literally be like don't touch me do you know what i mean yeah because i don't ever want to put myself in a position where it's like yo we did this like i'm back to the crib like you know we're cuddling up because you know there's so many things that go into a woman's head Mm -hmm. and then it went from that to being like i don't care if i'm in any type of position if i don't want it it's not happening like bro, don't expect she's told it me stories where she's like in like situations and i'm like bro you said no yeah <laughs> she's like yeah i just can't do it I'm like bro you're better than me Stronger. yeah like i think i think as i've gotten older like i've not, i've actually never had like a bad uh experience with a woman in that perspective mm-hmm. um like the only actually the only time was was with a partner where she was like really drunk and wanted to have sex mm-hmm. and i didn't feel comfortable because right, I, right. like, I wasn't even like that drunk i was like uh probably not a good idea like yeah. I, I don't like this dynamic right. but then moving forward as i got older i learned how to like navigate those conversations when it comes up you know mm-hmm. because my thing is you know the woman says oh, i'm like i'm just not in the mood i don't want to do it at this time like even if you've already started and a part of my brain starts thinking like I'm so far removed from it, but I don't want her to feel like my far removedness or whatever you want to call it is mm-hmm. a result of me not having sex. It's because it's because I don't want to make this more uncomfortable for right. her. Right. Like yeah. I don't want it to become a thing where it's like her value is only attributed to us having sex. It's just right. mm. it's just like no, it's let's go watch TV or something. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be in this a situation where it makes you feel like you're being devalued you know so but I, do you you ever had a situation though where you have to tell a girl no yeah yo i feel like that happens often more often to men than they will admit no? you, bro. so yo no, i'm joking see, that's why so yo no this is, yo this is actually this is actually a, a fucked up story but i uh like last summer i had an experience where it was it was the closest i could get to being in a woman's shoes in Whoa. terms of like, oh, wow. so what happened was, uh, this is back when I used to work in like the uh, service industry, mm-hmm. right? And oh, that's tough. You, you know how it goes. Like everyone mm-hmm. like goes out to drink after. It's like a normal thing. And I was working at a like a very nice fine dining restaurant in the city, right? Everyone decides to go to Kensington after. We're drinking. And when I show up, because I was driving, um, all the girls from the restaurant were there and there was maybe like three other niggas mm-hmm. and, and then me so i get in everyone's having a good time and it's like 1 a.m and people start leaving one of the girls there is like very drunk not blackout mm-hmm. but she's drunk and mm-hmm. i can tell this so all her friends start to leave and a part of me felt like it was weird that they were like leaving her with me yeah super mm-hmm. weird Set right up. it was Exactly. It was a setup, right? But I had to go home. I live in the West End, Ronsi. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was in this predicament where I'm like, do I just leave? Is my coworker here who is like really drunk? Mm-hmm. Or do I say, hey, I'll just give you a ride? It, it wasn't even on my way home. Like she lives a little bit east, but I was like, I, I can't leave this girl drunk yeah, here by myself. Yeah. So we get to her place. Outside her building. I'm in my car, right? And I'm like, all right, like, there's your place. I'll see you later. And she was dead ass, like, tr- like trying to come on to me in the car. But the way it was happening, it wasn't 
a result of her being like intoxicated. It was she was intoxicated, but it was clear that she had been wanting yeah, to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and this is the fucked up thing too. Like, this was a white girl, mm. and I'm a black guy. Oh, so when I was in, literally when I was in this moment, I had the presence of mind to like record this shit. You recorded it? Yeah, and me being Smart and nigga. telling her like, yo, you can't. Like, literally me telling her this cannot happen. Like, wow. you know, I got a girl. Like, even if I didn't, like, this is fucked up. Like, I literally had to force this girl off of me, right? Because wow. the first thing, the first place my mind went to was, yo, I'm a black dude. And this is a white girl. Like, she could say anything and my life yeah, would be ruined, yeah, right? Yeah, you're right. But then also, it's a coworker. Like, it's all messy. And, like, mm-hmm. people in the service industry always sleep with each other. And they like, always. Yeah. And they talk. Like, it'd be super messy. So... In that moment, like eventually she gets out the car, she goes home, and I go, go back to my place. Um, I actually told my girl about it too, and she's like, "That's fucked up." But then she was just like, "Yo, that happens to women like all the time, all all yeah. the time." And I knew it happened to women, but I never like felt it. So in that moment, I was like, "Yo, I'm bigger than this girl," mm-hmm. and I felt uncomfortable. Like right. I felt uncomfortable telling her like, "You need to like back off." Like, yeah. no means no, and it felt like it wasn't enough. Yeah. And you ever seen fucking... that video uh, that Drewski guy made when he's talking to the girl and the girl's like, I want you, you, keep play- you <laughs> yeah. but you keep playing with me. That's like a hot between the club and the girl's like, oh my God, this nigga's drunk in my ear. Yeah. Or the video of what's called Moneybag Yo with his birthday with Ari in the oh, headlock. Man. Oh, yeah. And he's sweating this shit. He's like, yo, I relate to these videos too because these niggas be trying you they at try. the parties and the yeah. clubs and they're trying to grab you and talk to you. You're like, Why aren't you talking to me, shorty? You know, you know I've been following you on Twitter. You, you bad, bro. You, you're not serious, bro. I've been in your DMs. Like, t- he's like, yo. And it's crazy because it Your goes. We have. Thank. <laughs> I feel like as women, because it's like, we, like we talked about this last time, like the earliest I've been sexualized, I was like twelve. Like I think right. a lot of women is like very early on. So you almost develop a sixth sense where you're like, okay, this is the type of dude that like I can jokingly get him off of me. This is the type of dude mm. I can't be rude to him because like it'll yeah. escalate yeah. and mm. he does not respect me at all as a person right now like he's yeah. looking at me like a piece of meat okay this is the type of dude that i can like and and then mind you you're in a club setting you i want to have fun i want to drink i, mm-hmm. I want to get a little drunk like yeah. not every day responsible and sober like yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. and then so then you have to add that on top of your out like experience being out you know you have to be like okay fuck yo this dude's talking in my ear i have to i'm drunk i have to pretend like i'm cool with it because <laughs> yeah, yeah. this type of nigga doesn't give a fuck about me like yeah. if, if exactly. i talk out of turn he'll call me a bitch and and then what like yeah. you know it's so crazy so it's good to hear that some men can not that you had that experience but it's yeah. always refreshing because a lot of men even though they know it's a reality unless they either have had a personal experience or a loved one have a similar experience or witnessed it they yeah. just don't they don't think it's that deep and i'm like yeah. it's yeah. every yeah. single yeah. night it's like a lot of things in life like you have to like experience certain things to mm-hmm. fully get it i'm not even gonna front i feel like just like listening to your story and stuff i've had what you just described happen yeah. like like more times than i can count probably like, but you know what it is like like that's yeah it's not from, a f- from like a guy's perspective like i've i found that like if you tell cer- certain women no like it presents like a whole other take it as a challenge they get like they get offended yeah Yeah, there's some women that you like you tell no and it's like how dare you say no to me yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. i can't lie i feel like i don't put myself out there enough so on the rare occasion that i do if i heard no i'd be more hurt than forceful but i'd be like wow (laughs) you don't want to fuck me (laughs) 
That's what I'm saying. Are you, are you She's dumb? like, I'm giving you 2K. Hey. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I come bang presents, nigga, <laughs> drop trout. <laughs> I, it happens with partners, too. Like, I had a, yeah. I had a partner say that, like, they broke up with me and said, like, they wanted to have sex for the third time or something like that. Day, yeah. And I didn't want to or whatever. And, like, they were like, okay, we're done then. And like, broke up with me because I didn't want to have sex. Fuck you and your dick, bitch. We're done. <laughs> we're done. I'm like, but you just did. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but I, you're my man. So if I say I want it, then I should get it. And it's like, There's a crazy. whole lot to yeah. unpack there too. She might be like, you don't want to have sex with me? Like, are you cheating? Like, cause mm. they, you know, they, yeah, yeah. you know. And I'm sure that's like something that was like in her head. And mind you, this is very, like we were young, you know? Like yeah. I think I was 21 and she was, 19 or 20 you know yeah. so i don't know it's just refreshing wild. to hear your your yeah. experience it's <laughs> like it's how it happens often to men well not as often to women and obviously it's not the same dynamic like where you're stronger <laughs> you're bigger than mm. them i know i'm bad <laughs> what's, what's the face what, what was the face what was the face for huh? i'm saying it's what are not you thinking I'm, I'm all say- of a sudden you're quiet you usually got a lot to say what's going on i'm saying it's not i'm saying it's refreshing to hear z and like that he had that experience but i just it's also you need to be cognizant that being in that situation as a man is nowhere is still not even close to the same thing as yeah. being in that situation if you're a woman yeah. where your physical safety is like the issue where it's like Definitely. you're thinking of your reputation is she gonna yeah. go tell the police and stuff like that yeah. where it's that's like true. we don't worry about if we're gonna physically get harmed you know yeah. and that that's the point i was making yeah what's sure. the, i want to know what, what is the face, the face? Is yeah, about. what's yeah. the face about nothing what do you mean nothing <laughs> this girl always has the most to say all of a sudden you have nothing to say what is it i mean i cannot relate <laughs> <laughs> niggas, don't, niggas don't say no to zoe put, put that on a hoodie <laughs> you should put that on a hoodie niggas, niggas don't, don't say, say no, no to, to zoe <laughs> no but low-key i feel like women have a larger ego than men when it comes to that just because it's like i've recognized with myself where i'm like why don't you want to talk to me like like, what but it's not personal like how many times have i talked to a guy and i'm like i don't know he's fine but like for some reason i'm just not feeling it like Mm -hmm. it's it's super not personal when i do it to a guy so obviously like if a guy does the same for a talking stage and all of a sudden he's just not that interested it's really not that deep Mm. but i think it's so uncommon for women to put themselves out there that if it does happen and it's not reciprocated yeah, it's like because niggas have like <laughs> niggas have like fucking textbooks worth of experience yeah of yeah getting rejected. and it's that like, saying that really fucking terrible saying that you should not abide by that niggas say that pussy is pussy and like you know they have yeah. they'll have that perspective so they'll not mine. S- yeah. say yes to everything <laughs> Her, hers not comes mine. the presence <laughs> hey oh my god <laughs> you have niggas trying to ask you for presents now Please, that was a long time ago. She'll buy you 2K. Oh, I will man. not. Not anymore. I heard you talking on that on that podcasting, talking about <laughs> you giving out 2K. Oh, man. Yo, my, my player needs some VC. I have not, honestly, I have not bought 2K for a man since. Good. Because you haven't gotten it like that since? Maybe. No, I've definitely gotten it. Keep it that way. Unless he's your man, just keep it that way. I definitely had like. Was that 2K here? 2K was it here. one of these ones? Hmm. What is that? Was 17? it within the last three years? <laughs> I think it was. No, she said you were tw- 19, 20, so like five years ago. Oh, yeah, you I got one of the old 16? ones. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 16 or 15 or 16 or 16 or 17. I don't know. None of these ones. I'm I sure he, he cherishes that. Like, he's like, I didn't buy myself this. Like, this is a proud moment. Whatever, man. <laughs> it ain't tricking if you got it. That's crazy. Sometimes, you know. I will not be buying you 2K. <laughs> now I will not be. I almost bought a PS5. That's different, though. 
How's it she different? was in love. You were in love? <laughs> no, I'm joking. What? I wasn't in love. The PS5 just came out. Like, yeah, what, what happened? <laughs> Key term was. Was. Um, what do you not understand? <laughs> <laughs> Emotions are fleeting. Yeah. I wasn't in love, though. But I did, I had high hopes. <laughs> Man. I just think, like, if a, girl, if a girl bought me a PS5, you gotta yeah, cut. No, the, the way I saw it was he bought me a lot of things, mm. and he also did a lot to prove that that he wanted this to go somewhere, and then it didn't go there. So I was like, okay, bye. And then he blocked me, <laughs> so I was like, okay, bye. Even more. Was so, he in a relationship? No, we're in a relationship. Uh, that's my theory. What? My theory is he was in a relationship. I mean, I like I genuinely don't think so. I think and, something along those like he had something that he wasn't telling you. I feel like. I mean, maybe. I don't know what it was. Maybe he was really shit. Maybe he wasn't. He blocked. But the thing is, like, I talked to his friends still. Yeah. And like, if his friends are that crazy from the states or here, from the states. Okay. If his friends are that crazy to be like, he had a girl this whole time. No. Okay. I'll ask you a guy. What I told her was niggas will lie through their teeth. Yeah, I know that for their friends. So I don't think any guy that's friends with the guy you're talking to would go over their loyalty for their friend go out of their way to let you know yeah, hey he has think, a girl or he's talking to someone it, I think a lot of it depends on the relationship that you have with the girl as the friend so it's like if I if I knew you both individually mm-hmm. and then I know but why would his friend still talk to me like I'm cool with all of them most of them they still kick it with you yeah they niggas like and niggas you. Like, that's crazy niggas and niggas like, and 10 out of that half of them probably try to fuck yeah no 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 so like real shit no real shit that ass like my like me and my ex like broke up very very amicably right like on mm-hmm. good terms and she told me she told me that he's not like one of my good friends but this is a guy i used to work with mm-hmm. smash. she's like she was like yo this nigga's flirting with me mm-hmm. yep and i'm like this is a dude that i know yeah. like i know him like very well and i'm like yeah. i didn't even get mad i'm like you can't put shit past niggas like this shit would happen. Yep. I don't think he was in a relationship. I think he just fucked up. Either you think way. he just, like, huh? he got mad at you and blocked you? No. Oh, God. If you were listening to this, I swear to God. You don't got to go into it, but I'm just I, saying. I'm going to talk a fuck. Um, <laughs> basically, what happened was, so we were, like, we were okay. Um, I snapped on him. for Like, okay, so we ended things. We didn't speak. Mm-hmm. Then I snapped on him for something. Then, like, he gave me some weak-ass explanation. We didn't speak again. And I wasn't blocked, okay? I, I blocked him on Instagram. Mm. And on Twitter, we didn't follow each other anymore. So mm. it was fine, right? Um, And, like, I would still, like, pre-his Twitter sometimes. Like, you know, whatever. Um, And then wh- I remember exactly what happened. So in the morning, someone that, like, one of his mutual friends either tweeted him or quote tweeted him, and it showed up on my timeline. So I could see the tweet. It was very visible. I could see the tweet, right? <laughs> I clicked his profile, and I was able to see his profile, right? Mm. I dropped pictures on Twitter. Yeah. Right? Two of his friends quote tweeted the pictures like, ah, Zoe looking bad, baddie. Okay, okay. Five minutes later, I was blocked. He probably bought you because he didn't want to see your shit. He was like, yeah. I, I, can't, I, I, I told yeah. you the day of when that happened, like, you ruined his day. Like, you yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That's what happened. Definitely. And that from then, I was blocked. I've been blocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason to be blocked. Like, I was blocked because I was too fine for, for you to handle. That's it. If that's the reason, I'm content with that. 
Because I, how was I not blocked for how many months until those two of your one of your two of your good friends quote tweet my pictures and then I'm blocked five minutes later. No, niggas be dirty macking. I think every guy I've talked to, one of their friends have have done something that's kind of me. Dirty macked him to me. Not dirty mac, but not necessarily fully. But I can definitely looking back, me thinking like if any one of you approached my man the way any of my or the person I was talking to their friends have approached me, I would definitely have a problem. So, what do you mean? Like, guy that drove eight hours, you know? Like, <laughs> there's people in his circle or people he was cool with that tried it with me. And I'm like, mm. and yes, we weren't together. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you knew we weren't together. But I promise you, if you ever tried it with him the way his friends tried it with me, I would have a problem. Like, it's yeah. inappropriate. But none of his friends tried it with me, though. Yeah. They're just guessing my But picture. don't you ever get the, the sense that you're like, ah, they would fuck. Like, if I... Is if is your guy friend a guy friend if you turn to him you say if you're naked and like what are you trying to say? What I would think they I have say? plenty of guy friends who if I got naked they wouldn't fuck me. They're those specific <laughs> guys I'm talking about. <laughs> they have girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't have girlfriends? That's any man though. I'm sure so most that's, men... But that's the question though. Like I'll, that's actually a very good question. Yeah. No guys and girls cannot be friends. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I have a lot of guy friends. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of women friends, and that yeah. presents a lot of problems. Amen. I've learned this the hard you way. You want to fuck all your women friends? No. What exactly. I'm sa- no. What I'm saying is, I have a lot of women female friends, and if I'm in a relationship, presents those problems. those friendships present problems. Yep. No matter what I do to mitigate the, like, if I introduce my girl to all these girls, it, it doesn't matter. It presents problems. It, it always has, and it always will. Yep. If they want to gas my pictures, they can gas my pictures. We're not talking about gassing pictures. We're talking about like. Those relationships will always present problems. They yeah. always will. They always will. Because that guy, for example, like in this situation, right? Like his friends know you guys had something going on. Yeah, they, know they this, all knew. Right? And they know right now it's probably not a thing. It's not happening, yeah. So if I'm him and I see my friends gassing you up, I'm not mad at them for like gassing you up. I'm like, why the fuck is she on? Why are you talking to her? Like, why are you doing, why are you doing this right now? Because you know I'm going to see it. And I don't want right. to interact with him. I did has had this happen, like that. What you just said, and it ruined my life. It happens. Month, it's bro. happened like, to everyone. Was... It's like, what? Why are you doing? What makes you think this is cool? You know that I, I felt some type of way about this girl. Now we're in this phase where there's nothing going on, and, and you got shatting her on the and you're chatting her up on the on the timeline Fucking for all dumb. the world to see, including me. And you expect me not to block her? Like, what do you like? <laughs> Why would I get blocked? Block your friends. No, no, they're my friends. They're your, they're, yeah, they're his friends. <laughs> they're my friends. What are you talking but about? They're the reason why you see my beautiful face on your timeline. See, and that's why I know that you're being strategic with this shit. Because you knew that would end up on his of timeline. I knew. See, there we go. And that's his why. And that's why. Life, like, the, right, 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 that's I'm why cool you would them. catch the block so quickly. Because I'd be sitting there knowing that you knew that this was going to end up on my timeline. You, like, you knew. You knew. You think you this was treacherous. Slick. <laughs> yeah, you thought this you was slick. treacherous bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I knew, then I knew. His friends always guess my pictures, and those are my dogs too. They're not your and dogs. Your Real dogs. shit. Okay. I learned this I'm the cool hard way. Them. I'm cool with them. I'm cool with them. Whatever. No. Real shit. I knew one of them before I even met him. Fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's They're fair. not like okay. best friends. You know, yeah. if I see them, it's all love. You know, I'll go to their parties or whatever, whatever. If I ever in their city, I'll visit them, blah, blah, blah. But I think Zoe is also very assimilative in that sense. That, like, what? You're a sesamolative. Like, what is that? It means you're... It's like a sesamolate. Like, yeah. I may be pronouncing it wrong, to be honest, but it's like you... 
you are you easily get along with other people. You put Zoe yeah. in a room with people that she's never met before, you're going to get along with them. You're going to yeah. find whatever middle ground yeah. you have and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I find people who are like that are better at navigating, like intergender relationships and stuff. Uh, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the answer is no. Guys and girls cannot Look be how many friends. guy friends can, I have. I have a lot of guy friends too. And guess what? When it comes to the dynamic of you guys are all friends, you're close in age, as soon as a relationship is introduced that's outside of the friend group, there is some type of tension, be it minimal, Right? It can be skipped over quick. But mm. even the fact that there is some type of tension, that's a problem. That means, like, eh, eh, that friendship needs to be, like, why is it that I feel like if I got into a relationship with a certain man, I wouldn't kick it with some of my friends now? We know why yeah. you would Yeah, you know why, but, like... I know we exactly. know why. So I know why. <laughs> but you're trying to be like, oh, no, he's just my guy friend. He uh, is. No, I and I, I agree. I think that can happen. Like, yeah. I think maybe not as often, but, like... Not as often, rarely. I, th- I just think, like, there's a different dynamic for men and women. Like, if I'm... Yeah. I go into a relationship with a woman, and I go to introduce her to my all my female friends, I'm overthinking. I know that I am, because I'm thinking... My partner is now looking at these girls that have been in my life, thinking, which one of these bitches like wanted to fuck my my man? <laughs> I haven't right? wanted to fuck any of my guy friends. Okay, right, fair. But I've been I've been with people. They wanted to fuck you, maybe. Okay, okay. But, I've been... but they haven't said it. Okay, <laughs> never right. will. They never will. Yeah, they're <laughs> good friends. Unless you get naked right beside yeah. them and go. And then on the flip side, when you get into a relationship with a man and you bring him around your male friends, I can tell you as the male friend, we all look at this new nigga and we're thinking, like, he, it's almost like a vetting process. Mm. Like, he, like we we need to understand, like, why Zoe likes this guy. Okay. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's like, we gotta vet him. Like, is he cool? Like, yes or no. If he's not yeah. cool, we're never gonna fuck with him. Like, wow. But, like, yeah. isn't there an element of that, too, if, like, one of your homeboys brings his girl around for the first time, where it's like, okay, let's, like, you know, this yes. homie's been talking about her for a long time, yes. and we're gonna get to meet her. Let's see what, like, why he likes her. Let's yeah, see the, if she's good The only him. difference, though, is that guys are less likely to tell their guy friend that they don't fuck with that girl. I agree. I agree. Right. They're less likely mm. to. Whereas I feel like, from conversations I've seen and heard, women are more likely to tell their friends like uh oh, this, this guy might be a little mm. weird for you like not you might not be that great in very subtle ways guys will not say anything unless that girl is like really fucking terrible no <laughs> you really think you you don't do that no i mean i definitely she thinks guys and girls can't be friends no it's not that they can't be <laughs> friends it's just you have to understand there's an under I have guy friends. I've had guy friends for long periods of time. So I have guy friends where I'm like, they would never look at me like that. And then uh-huh. 10 years later, <laughs> it's like out of the woodworks. I'm like, bro, nigga, what? <laughs> we were in the in the sandbox together. What's yeah. going on? Mm. So I've, after all of that, I've come to realize that like, there's a almost like protective slash like kind of jealous type of tension mm. whenever I've introduced a man to my male friends which is why it's like it's not that deep you know like at the end of the day if when i have a man like most of the times he's gonna be my best guy friend like yeah like realistically Mm -hmm. (laughs) like if i'm not kicking with you it's because i want my female company i want to be with my girls you know and like obviously my guy friends are just as important but 
that's just the way it works. Mm. And so I think it would be very odd if I went out of my way to be like, no, this is my best friend. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yes, I know you're my man, but like, so and so, like, fucking Dave is my best friend. Yeah, so. Dre's one of my best friends. Yeah. That's fair. So my best a, friend is a woman. Like I, if I bring a man around Dre, years. then he's an has man has has Dre liked any of the men you've brought around him? Uh, Have you brought any men I around really Dre? Brought any serious why? men around? Dre. Why? <laughs> why? Do you, are you scared that are you scared that his opinion might jeopardize your dating? Dre, I wish you could see the way they're looking at Joe <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just because if I'm, you knew I didn't like one of the guys you're talking to, you're like I don't care. That's my man. Like yeah. you know. Yeah. But. Dre. I have had the, I've had I've had the opportunity to bring a serious man around Dre. <laughs> There's extra consideration, right? Because you're like, this is Dre. Like, you know, you gotta pass the test. The PR skills are on. Yeah, yo, full, yeah. On full display right now. She'd be on Clubhouse. You know, she learned. <laughs> how to, she learned full how to display. deal with these. I just think. Um, <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I just haven't had the opportunity yet to bring a serious man around Dre, mm-hmm. and if I do, then I will. Okay. Think about that next time. He's definitely been around men that I've like been intimate with. Yeah. And he knows, like, okay, yeah, she knows it. Like, and are his comments more so on the like, yeah, totally sick guy, or is he like, ah, he's a waste you? <laughs> no, he's like, yeah, he's a sick guy. <laughs> Sick guy. Yeah, he's a guy. Nah, he's like, I, if yeah, he says cool. sick guy, like, that means he fucking hates you. <laughs> That's what it means. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a, a sick guy still. Nah, he'd be like, no, like, he's cool. Like, all right, he's cool. I have no problem with him. He's cool. I know Dre. He'd be like, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> yeah, but he'd be like, yeah, he, 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 no problem. Like, he's how cool. Many, how many niggas have blocked you? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hard question. How many niggas have blocked you in your lifetime? How many? Blocked or unfollowed? Oh, Both? I wow. feel like unfollows worse. Yeah. I've been hit with the unfollow crazy, bro. I get that. Old, yeah. All my old work unfollow. Up. <laughs> I'm like, damn, nigga, you hate me that much. <laughs> Yo, speaking of block, I'm going to bring this up now that I, I have you here. What? Right? Because I had a funny interaction with Royson, and to this day, it doesn't make sense to me. What? So, one day I'm scrolling through Twitter, and you know when someone blocks you? Yeah. How You know how you know. Right, it basically says you can't like view this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some shit like this. I'm thinking, what? Like, I blocked you? No, it wasn't you. Oh, but I'm like, who blocked me? Right? Someone I know blocked you. Yes. So I <laughs> I sent the tweet to Royston, and he starts dying because he's like, fam, you're like the most unproblematic nigga I've ever met. Like, I don't <laughs> understand like how you got blocked. It was um, chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. To this I'm not saying nothing. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like an ongoing joke. It's like an ongoing joke with like me and my friends because they're like, Zamor, what the fuck did you do? And I'm like, I have no clue. But it must have been something really bad because I've never had Recently? a Recently? No, this is, is it was it's more than a year for sure. Oh, okay. I don't know then. So the funny thing, what do you mean recently? Did I do something recently? No, no, I just don't know. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Because like, the reason why it's so funny is because literally every nigga that knows this, they're like, Zamora, you don't cause any problems. Like what? What happened? And I'm like, I can't tell you. And the thing is, I don't know her. Yeah. The interactions I've like seen with her on Clubhouse, I'm like, I don't have no problems <laughs> with her. Like, I know she likes to fucking smoke, but like, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, yo, what did I do? I don't what think is, she smokes anymore, though. No, yeah, when I say she likes to smoke, oh, you know like that, right? she's... The, I do. No, when I say she likes to smoke, she's... Because wow. I went out... <laughs> wait, you... Wait, what? No, <laughs> shut up. 
<laughs> no, 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 I shout out Shans. I I know Shans. I'm friends no, with Shans. Like, I don't have Shans. Issues. Is mad cool. I like. But Shans. I was like, yo, like what? The only thing I I have no issue talking about this, right? But yeah. the, the only thing that I can think of is she's a flight attendant, right? Yeah. Air Canada. Yeah. Damn, Govy, every type right. of information no, out the there. Only re- <laughs> Yo, we're putting Shan's <laughs> business. The only, the only reason I know this is because, like, I used to hook up with a girl back in the day who used to also work for Air Canada as a flight attendant. And what did you do to, uh, what do you to this poor girl? It's not what I did to her. It's what she did to me. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah, no, like, we were, we were, like, a thing, and she got upset that, like, a particular girl was on my page like talking mm, like okay. spicy shit and before her me and this girl ever became a thing mm-hmm. she was just she's she basically backed out of it she's like i don't even want to like entertain mm-hmm. it and that was it so i the only thing i could think of is maybe they were friends yeah she's like fuck that nigga i'll block him yeah <laughs> maybe like that though she's a writer i know like, that's, oh, that's what i'm saying like yeah, i know yeah. she's a writer so i'm just like yo d- that's kind of that? harsh if like no, a girl shit. didn't block you herself did she no she did Oh, okay. Then, yeah, yeah maybe that's right, what it is. Too. Yeah. That'd be it. But I think it's like, I actually think it's funny. I'll find out. I was <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. well, I'm going to find <laughs> it right now. Because <laughs> the other day, we were in a room. We were all in a room. I think it was to welcome Johnny or some shit like that yeah, weeks yeah. ago. And I remember signing into the room, and I see Shans <laughs> there, yeah, and yeah. Johnny texts me. And he's just like, dying because he yeah, yeah, remembers yeah. the situation i'm like bro i, I don't know like i'm gonna shut the fuck up when she's talking like, <laughs> <laughs> like, i've seen it like i know how like shaz is quick to like put people in their place yeah, I'm like, yeah i don't know what i did she'll put me there so i'm gonna shut the fuck up i'm dead yeah <laughs> well yeah some some tea for you to like figure out. But we'll I think find I, out episode 13 this is gonna be crazy for her to listen to all right <laughs> Holy. super yeah. crazy i'll die She'll probably, like, I don't know. I It could have been, it could be anything. It could really be anything. I'll ask her. It'll be fun. Dun, dun, dun. And the thing is, there's literally, there's literally only one Zamora. <laughs> no, only... it was on purpose. It definitely wasn't an accidental yeah, yeah. walk. No, there's only one. Like, I, any girl I date, like, when whenever they have, like, we have that conversation about cheating or, like, any of that shit, mm-hmm. like, don't do that. I'm like, there's literally one nigga in this city named Zamor. Yeah. Chances are, like, if someone says Zamor did this, it was it's probably you. me. Yeah. So I don't do dumb shit because of that alone. Yeah. My mom was not dumb when she gave me this name. <laughs> so <laughs> she definitely was not a mistake, you know? Like, she had to search for that, but... That's crazy. See you for next episode. I yeah. know. We gotta figure it out. <laughs> Shane, that Shane, should be like. Shans is the next returning guest. On the next time. I'm not, yo, I'm not problematic, right? Like, no, that should be the theme. So. It'll be like you invite guests of like people who blocked each other and then they, they talk <laughs> oh, it out. Yeah, the tea. Like, imagine? Yo, that'd yeah. be hilarious. Like Toronto people who've had beef and they blocked each other and you bring them to the table. Oh, oh my I've God. I've had this idea for a podcast for a while, so we need to make it happen. You think so? Like, no, I don't want to do that. People That's who crazy. got beef, settle it on the relentless. Nah, you don't want to become like six buzz off yeah, shoot fuck or that some shit, shit. like Hell don't no. do that also some people come with the smoke like they'll actually fight yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying I'm gonna watch a video and see the table flip and everything right, right, right. you don't wanna fight that <sighs> well this was good yeah how you feel I feel good this is what you ask everyone how do you feel I know right how mm. do you feel I feel amazing this is a great combo went from some enlightening topics to shits you know shits mm. and giggles Moncloud mm. buying 2k that oh was the most oh my god <laughs> memorable yeah how do we how do we start off at jack harlow and then get here 
That's I crazy. don't know. I don't That's know. how podcasts work. You, you, end up you start talking to the shit. Yeah. Usually, I'm just checking audio and cameras and stuff. So thank you for you know giving me the platform. <laughs> so yeah. Hopefully, I get invited back. Hmm. <laughs> like you don't literally do this every what two weeks. Yeah. I'm dead. Um, but thank you both for coming, Marie. This is gonna be your last episode for a long time. Hmm. Don't make me cry. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad, but Zamora, this won't be your last one. Yeah, I'm yeah. Trying to have everyone on yeah. multiple times. Have me on with Shannon. <laughs> this guy's upset. <laughs> right? Let's talk about it. <laughs> but what if she comes you with, she comes with receipt, too, you know? What if you like tweeted something? Well, that's, some- well, that's what I'm saying. Like, first of all, I know I never, ever have ever tweeted anything foul about a black woman, so I know it's not that. Okay. All right. I know I've never done nothing in that realm. But I do accept that there's a possibility that I definitely said something or did something that probably upset her, and I'll hold that up. I just don't. I just don't know what it is. No, what was that sentence? There's definitely <laughs> a, possibility. a possibility that I definitely did something that may or may I not. Do. It sounds like you know what you. No, I don't. I this thing is a PR expert. Yeah, I was like, so I definitely possibly did something that definitely upset her. So I definitely understand why I was blocked. But I had to. Like, if we're being real, you don't you don't block someone unless they did something. So Can like, you like block everyone that liked the tweet or something? Because I remember like everyone. There was this thing on Twitter. I don't know what the account was, but she blocks everybody. Yeah. And it's like I don't even know this woman existed until like mm. it was a thing. And then I went and looked up her account, and sure enough, I'm blocked by her too. And it's like I don't know. It's possible. Like I don't even yeah. tweet often enough for her to see. I, I think people have yeah. like because you got like you can add things to your Twitter. Little plugins. Do, that'll do things like my tweets literally delete after a year. Oh really? Yeah. When I, I was add that, I've been on that shit for eleven years. Yeah, like, when I was working at that PR firm, first day, they're like, "Yo, add this to your account," because wow. you have clients. Like, if you say some wild shit, it needs to be gone. Like, wow. and you don't have to think about it; it just disappears. Mm. Oh, I yeah. need that. All right, y'all. Well, great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear this one back because I was kiki keying dying. <laughs> Oh, clowns i fucking hate you guys <laughs> <laughs> um any last words you guys want to shout out anything anything you want to say um Bring this is a pleasure yeah um i will definitely be bringing content once i touch down and so look forward to that my at is m christelle so m christ e-l-l-e-e on all platforms so watch out for that Thank yes, you. Ma'am. Nice. Thank you for having me. Have fun in uh, Africa. <laughs> I look forward. I'm going to, to Kigali specifically for the specifically for the, yes. for the next five months. Look forward to see all that. Uh, my at is at Topboy T O P B zero Y, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I've done one of your classes, by the way. Yeah. That's how I met. The first time I met you in real life was at Dropboxing. I remember that you showed up late. Yeah. Were you yeah. in that class? No, you weren't there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Bro, I don't want to be here, low key. <laughs> <laughs> lost. I was mad. Why does everyone know what they're doing, bro? <laughs> I look at the TV. I'm like, oh, there's like, oh, like, oh, a TV. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank everyone for tuning in and shouting us out and sharing everything. Uh, make Appreciate sure you follow that. us on Spotify. Leave a review. All of that good stuff. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're gonna post more on there as well. Um, and this has been great. I think this is. Oh, this won't be our last episode for 2020. We'll have one more. Yeah, we'll have one more. And then 2021. Nice. Word. Here. Here. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.